Hey yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you listen to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, P-P-P, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line. Just don't go Cisco. The world is listening. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Radio has changed our lives and possibly saved our lives. Radio has changed our lives and possibly saved our lives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestling News Live. Here are your hosts, J.J. Sexay. Stay thirsty, my friends. The Bronx father, Tony Mirabella. I'm going to make him an offer he can refuse. And the trade dog. You tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! On the SNS Radio Network. Good evening. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Five days, count them. One, two, three, four, five, five, five days only to the biggest wrestling event of the year, WrestleMania 29, live from New Jersey, my neck of the woods. Can't wait. I am the Bronx father, Tony Mirabella. Going to have a rather interesting show tonight. Um, unfortunately, JJ is getting ready to head to my neck of the woods, spend a couple days in New York with his lovely wife, Harmony, for their honeymoon and also to attend WrestleMania. We'll be getting together later on in the week. Can't wait for that. And the trade dog got called into work. So with that being said, I am not alone. Someone has stepped up to the plate to co-host with me. Please welcome the power, Andy Knowles.
Just, just when I think that I'm retired, just when I think I'm done, they pull me back in. The power, Andy Knowles, back first time. Wrestling News Live, so honored. So honored to be here back on the SNS Radio Network. So glad to be working again with you, T. Same here, my friend. I'm glad you were able to make it with me tonight and be here. Uh, just, you know, things are crazy this time of year, man. Not just in wrestling, but in real life, too. You know, J.J. leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when he'll be back again. Trey working. It's, it's, it's great. Works. It's fantastic. You know, I, I, I feel, you know, uh, J.J. and Harmony going to WrestleMania, coming to, to New York, which, of course, where you are in relation to me is about a seven-hour drive. So for, you know, I'm not going to be able to see J.J. or Harmony. I'm, I'm way too far away. You would have that opportunity. I would extend that to you. But to do this five days, I am becoming the Tom Brokaw of the SNS Radio Network. Prior <laughs> to this, I was the Rush Limbaugh of the, of the network. Now I'm becoming the Tom Brokaw of the network because I'm the, I'm the go-to guy. I'm the one that people, I'm like the substitute teacher. I've been on for God only knows how many years. And yet keep asking to be back. Ladies and gentlemen, the power Andy Knowles, formerly of the Pro Wrestling Rewind ESPN Radio. And now, ladies and gentlemen, now the intellectual savior of the SNS Radio Network. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, thank you, Power Sandow. That is awesome. You want to know something real quick? I know we have, I have to get this out there. I am a great admirer of this Sandow character. I went and I asked the higher power one time. I said, if you could relate my myself to any professional wrestler, previously wrestling or now, who do I most closely resemble? And you know what she said? Do you know who she said? Fandango. No, not Fandango. Oh, do you really want to go? Do you really want to go there? <laughs> Fandango is an experiment gone horribly wrong. But anyway... No, she had come to me and said, you, you are, I am, ladies and gentlemen, in real life, I am Damian Sando. I, and I, I love that character. I think that character is fantastic. Why that man does not have a title belt around his waist is totally beyond me. But anyway, I'm digressing, T. Go ahead. I'm not hosting. You're hosting tonight. I'm just along for the ride. So as I said before the program, I was going to kind of hang back a little bit and let you take the reins. So I don't want to dominate. Go ahead. Well, let's just, let's just freaking do it. I mean, that's the way WNL is. We do it on the fly. We got five days left. But let's break down briefly last night's Monday Night Raw, the go-home show to WrestleMania 29. Big let's, show. Let's kick that sounder. It's time for your WNL Monday Night Raw recap. With Don Brooks, the Brooks Father. All right, everybody, Raw live from the Verizon Center in Washington, D.C. And pleasantly, JBL was on commentary last night joining Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler. JBL, just awesome. Um, Raw starts out. I'm going to keep this brief just because if you've seen Raw for the last three weeks, you know this promo. John Cena came out and talks about how he is going to beat The Rock at WrestleMania. 
he is going to beat The Rock. Well, he says The it's Rock. A for, it's a foregone conclusion. The man's going to win the belt. Well, again, you know, this, I like the build up to this, but again, the promo last night, he says Rock will have to deal with the fact that a title made for The Rock will be held by Cena. And Cena says when he wins the belt, he has no plans in changing it, that it will stay the same title. You know, I don't, I guess later when we get to WrestleMania, we'll talk more in depth about this. I'm not 100% sure, and I know everyone's going to go crazy in the chat, that Cena goes over here. Yeah, I think at this stage in the game, if they're going to set up for a third match, this is where you have to do it. John Cena will defeat The Rock, and I personally will, and I know we're going to do picks later on, but I personally have no problem with this. I don't like this part-time wrestler champion, a man who blatantly lied on national television, said he was back when he wasn't, now holds the greatest championship in the WWE, set to defend at WrestleMania. I don't like these part-time champions. I think it hurts the sport. And uh, like Cena or not, and, and I'm not a, a huge Cena fan. I know my kids are. But it, uh, it makes a lot of sense at this point to get The Rock off. Let him go be G.I. Joe if he wants. You know, let him go back to the gym. By the way, the man is bigger than I've ever, ever seen him in, in recent years. Let him go back to doing all that stuff and go back to do movies, and let's get back to wrestling. Yeah. I get what you're saying. There's probably a lot of people that feel the same way you do, but I don't know. They're making it so emotional that if Cena loses this, it's going to be the end of his world. I mean, it could be. It could be. It could but, very well be. Let's. I mean, to to put it in perspective, T, if Cena loses this match with all the buildup, how many? You know, somebody here mentioned. You know, my favorite wrestlers on the pre-show. We'll talk about that in a minute. But to lose to a man. Like he who shall remain nameless, clean at a WrestleMania, and having the kind of luck that he has had at pay per views to get to this point, it could very well be the tipping edge that turns Cena heel if he loses this match. I I can't see. I mean, a lot of people are putting a lot of faith in this man to come through, and to not do it Sunday night in front in the biggest stage. Really, I think Cena's done at that point. This is win or go home for him. Well, there's rumors he's he is going to take some time off after Mania. So, again, I don't see how a win, you know, goes over. We'll, we'll have to see. You know Vince loves to swerve us one way or the other. Yeah, you know what, I, you know what I'm thinking, and I'll, I'll mention it again on picks, is that they're going to give us one hell of a match, and Cena's going to go over, and Ziggy's going to cash in money in the bank. Yeah, but Ziggy can only cash in on the world title. He can't cash in on the WWE title. Why? Because he has the blue briefcase. Who cares? Well, since when did that? Since when did that mean anything? Well, that's how they've been doing it for a while. I don't like it, but yeah, that's how they've I, been doing it. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's all right. Sheamus, Randy Orton, the Big Show versus the Three Man Bam, baby. And JBL makes something uh, funny statement during commentary that these guys couldn't play a jukebox, let alone be in a band. Our baby faces go over, of course. Yep. And then the shield comes out. They keep their distance, but they cut a promo saying that Seamus Orton and Big Show are a joke as a team. And at Mania, you will believe in the shield. Yeah, I don't I don't think, you know, this, uh, you know, you've got you've got the great white hope. And, you know, one-third of the man love triad and the largest man on the planet trying to coexist right now. 
And uh, I, I don't see it happening at Mania. Um, this is a group that is destined to self-destruct. And uh, for all the crap uh, that they've been dumping on the Shield, I think the Shield will go over. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think so, too. I mean, I, I just think I think someone turns heel in this. And there's rumors that it might be Sheamus. There's rumors that it might even be Orton. I would, I would bet that Orton's not happy being a face. This no. really is his opportunity, you know, to really lay some, lay some hurt on the great white hope. And, and I think you'll see Big Show take a walk. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I think that's the logical way to go. But in abbreviating things again, again, guys, if you've seen this once, you've seen it before. Zeb Coulter and Swagger cut a promo. Immigrants are ruining America. I've, when Swagger I've, wins the title, it will be his America. I've been asked to comment about this. Yeah, we the people. I mean, you know, it just doesn't. It's, again, same shit every week. I mean, I'm just not going to go into great detail about it. Typical. Me, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just, I was just going to say typical, you know, Zeb Coulter, Jack Swagger promo. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to go back very briefly to what happened with, uh, with commentator Glenn Beck, like him or not, Glenn Beck missed a tremendous opportunity here with the WWE getting called out. Glenn Beck could have come on WWE television and spoke to the low-information voter and, and might have made a difference. Instead, he decided to shun. I was very, very vocal about this. I was so vocal, I even gave you a podcast on it. There was a tremendous opportunity missed here to to speak to people on a level that they understand professional wrestling and it didn't happen and i don't like this zeb coulter i don't like this character and this character is designed to piss off alberto del rio that's exactly what it is it's it's nothing more than that and for for uh, uh glenn beck to come out and make it something more than what it was was absolutely ridiculous him and joe pags and i was very critical on joe pags uh, on an episode of the uh, of the weekend that he does, that's a syndicated talk show, so much so that I tried to call in, and by the time I called in, they had moved on to another topic. I was ready to give it to Joe Paggs over this, and I'm a Joe Paggs fan. But in any event, it's it's done, it's gone, It's the, the media is, is off this, and we move forward, and uh, um, maybe you might see a situation where uh, Jack Swagger beats Alberto Del Rio within an inch of his life, takes the belt, and then Ziggy comes down and cashes it. Then, I think, irregardless, Ziggy's walking away from Mania with a title. Yeah, I, I think so too. And Del Rio gets a chance to respond, and he says, "Cuts a, cuts a pretty good promo. America is the land of opportunity, and there is freedom of speech. And Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter can say whatever the hell they want." But Del Rio says he has a right to respond. And that Zeb is a big fat pinata with a mustache that Del Rio is about to break. <laughs> and this is sets up a match, quote unquote match. And you, you know you saw what was going to come here. Zeb Coulter challenged Del Rio for later on. Yes, Zeb Coulter. Dirty Dutch Mantel. Yeah. Dutch Mantel versus the world champion in a WWE ring. Who would have thought this? As a child of the 80s, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Dirty Dutch Mantel facing the world heavyweight champion in a WWE ring. You want to talk about marking out? I, you know, tell, don't tell me that Dirty Dutch Mantel wasn't having the time of his life Monday night. Oh, you got to believe he's having fun with the gimmick. I mean, look, let's be real. We know the man doesn't feel this way about the, the things he's saying. We know. But you know he's having a good time. 
I mean, oh, God bless him. You know, for for him, uh, you know, the 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 lumps that he took in the NWA and all sorts of regional promotions to to make it now in the in his advanced years to have this opportunity to come on WWE TV and 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 do this. God bless the man. God bless him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it leads after Mania. I don't think you're going to see this gimmick around terribly much longer after Mania. No, no. Oh, not. But we'll have to see. Now, this was something that I have to say was was something that they did to really make one of their young talent look amazing. We had Daniel Bryan out for a match with Dolph Ziggler. Kane, of course, is with Daniel Bryan, and AJ and Biggie Langston are out too to be on the side of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. The distraction from Biggie and Ziggler gets the pin over Daniel Bryan. Now, after the match, Biggie Langston attacks Daniel Bryan. Now, this was brilliant. I, this was great. Kane tries to run in for the save. He tries to choke slam Big E, but Big E actually overpowers Kane, breaks the choke slam in what looked very impressive, and he gets his finisher on Kane. And AJ takes the tag title belts and, in a form of prophecy, holds them up. So. I thought Big E, they made him look like a billion dollars last night, but just so the way he broke that choke slam, I, I don't think I remember ever seeing that. And this really, you know, who, the winner in all this really is Jailbait. She's she's the one who really is is the winner in all of this because the, the, if you were to have looked at Jailbait years ago, you would have never thought in your wildest dreams that uh, that this young girl all right, this young 12-year-old girl would have the opportunity to go out and do what she's doing now. You wouldn't have expected it. And and now she is a mere days away from potential uh, uh, Diva title shot. Did that ever get announced? No, that she's going to be, I believe she's involved in a tag team match. There, there were rumors at first she was supposed to have a one-on-one -on -one match with Caitlyn, but I believe that's changed. Oh, that's too bad because you know... You know, K Caitlin's so confused right now. She doesn't know if she's a blonde or a brunette. She can barely move around in the ring. It wouldn't take much for Jailbait to go over. But really, Jailbait is, is the winner in this whole situation. If I were Jailbait, I would be sitting back enjoying all of this because you couldn't ask for a better push, and she's not doing anything. Not a damn thing. Her and The Rock ought to get together because between the two of them, they're making a million plus. And and only working half the time. But I digress. Go ahead. Well, I mean, storyline-wise, she's dated everyone. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, John Cena, Kane. Yep. I Just mean. Like every other high school girl you will ever see. You go and you tread the waters and, and, and you, you see what you like. Jailbait's no different. Jailbait. My God. Well, for God's sakes, the girl is what? She's like 13 and a half? Coming she, out of WWE programming? She's legal. What's wrong with you? Oh, you, you think, have you seen a birth certificate? Have you seen a birth certificate? Brass, is, Brass Eye is, is, is producing tonight. Brass, do me a favor. Go to Google and Google me the page with, uh, uh, with uh, Jailbait's, uh, Jailbait's birth certificate. Go. Uh, Brass Eye doesn't do extra production See, he can't find anything. He can't find anything on it because there's nothing there. You got a 13-year-old girl running around with the tag team champions. But, but anyway, go ahead. Oh my. 25 years old? She wishes she was 25. Jailbait. 
She wishes she was 25 so she could go to the bar. But anyway, go ahead. You're just you're breaking my heart here by saying that because she's so hot and you have to tell me she's jail. <laughs> she's jail bait. Anyway. <laughs> Next topic. Yes. Shawn Michaels comes out and he talks. Show me about, a birth certificate and I'll believe it. Go ahead. He talks about how he talks about how uh, Brock broke his arm. You're killing me here. Sean is concerned. He has doubts about Triple H, but Triple H interrupts Sean before he can go any further. And Hunter says, I know what you're doing. It's the same situation you were in, Sean, when you put your career on the line. And, you know, this time it's different because Taker respected me and I, you know, respected him. Sean says, you know, this guy doesn't respect you. Brock respects no one. And you know what, Hunter? I know you don't respect Brock. He doesn't respect anyone. And and, uh, HBK says Brock only does this for money and he does it to hurt people. Uh, Sean basically breaks down and says, yeah, I lost to Taker, but at least Taker never rubbed it in my face. It was always about mutual respect. But I'm not here to tell you, Hunter, that you can't do it. I'm here to tell you, you better kick Brock Lesnar's ass. Oh, he's going to. HBK says he'll be in Triple H's corner to watch him do it. But now Brock interrupts, and apparently because nobody speaks moron, Paul Heyman has to speak for Brock Lesnar. And he says that Brock will beat Triple H into retirement at Mania. Triple H will disappoint everyone. He can't fight McMahon's battles for him anymore. And he tells Shawn Michaels, do you really want to be this close to Triple H when Brock beats him down again? Hunter should have walked away like Shawn did. And Triple H is committing professional suicide. Now, mind you, right. Brock, his only contribute, uh, contribute to this promo is money. That's all Brock said. Basically, Paul Heyman said the whole promo while Brock stood there looking menacing. So... I like the promo, Shawn Michaels. I can't really do it justice. It was a great promo. Really set up this match. I agree. You know, as much as, as much, let me just say this, Andy. As yeah, much as I want to see Triple H kill Lesnar, I almost have a feeling that with SummerSlam coming up and there being talk of Brock Lesnar versus The Rock at SummerSlam, how does that match retain its precedence if Brock loses at Mania? It, it doesn't, and and that's where the WWE needs to be very, very careful here. Because, first off, Brock is an animal. Brock is a beast. Brock will will knock you down permanently if you let him. All right? Nobody is, nobody is questioning the man's skill in the ring. You have to be a tremendous competitor to fight MMA, do it successfully, and become a champion. I'm not disgusted by the man's ability to fight what i am disgusted with is his business sense i am getting sick and tired of these part-time guys coming in taking spots from guys you know like cm punk who come in and and work legitimately hard and i'm not a cm punk fan but i'm going to sing a praise here of his is the fact that this is a guy 365 you know who goes and gets it done and so the wwe knowing that they are losing the demographic have to re- once again. I've told you this is an adult sport, ladies and gentlemen. I've told you it's the folks that are th- that are that are thirty and older that are buying the tickets to, to putting the money down to get the kids there, 
And once again, I've been proven right because the WWE is going back into the archives and they're pulling these guys out part-time to try to make a pay-per-view. Now, that being said, Triple H was so ridiculously close to ending Undertaker last year. So ridiculously close. By far one of the best matches, I would say the second best match in WrestleMania history next to Steamboat and Savage 87. For Triple H to walk into this Mania match this upcoming weekend, you're going to see an extremely competitive match. It's not going to be a one-sided affair, and Brock is going to beat Triple H within an inch of his life, but Triple H is going to hand Brock a defeat, and it won't be an upset. It will be a defeat. He's just got, he's fighting, he's, he's fighting for too much. It's the Rocky Syndrome. You know, you get beat down and you get back up again, and this is what it is. Brock doesn't have, you know what it is? Brock doesn't have the heart. He may have the, he may have the ability to fight, and he may have the strength and the power and the speed, but he doesn't have the heart. And Triple H has the heart, and that's what's going to make the difference in this match. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, what I like about this WrestleMania, and I know a lot of people are very divided this year, Andy. What I like about this mania is a lot of the matches I'm not sure of. And that's the way it should be. Absolutely. I don't want to be able to come out and say, okay, I can tell you for sure this guy's going to win. It's so obvious. Well, there is, there is a sure thing, though. You want to know what the sure thing is? What's that? The sure thing is is that Wade Barrett's, Wade Barrett's going to retain. Wade, Barrett's, Wade Barrett can phone it in on Sunday as far as I'm concerned because he's going to retain. Really? Barrett hasn't been doing that well, although he did fight Zack Ryder last night, which means that basically you're fighting a mop. Like, you're going to win. It's Zach, like, oh, my God, Zack Ryder. Did you see what the hell he did last night? Zack Ryder knew it was a throwaway, but he came out and reminded Barrett who he was. That match was competitive for a good couple of minutes. Well, I'm not shitting on Ryder because Ryder is going out there and wanting to lose. I'm talking about how he's booked. My 11-year-old was marking out to to uh, to um, uh, to Zach Ryder when he was making a go of it. I, you know, you, you you talk about these guys that have to come in and job like David Otunga and all the rest of them, but man, oh man, Zach Ryder didn't make it easy for the Intercontinental Champion last night, not by a long shot. Well, Barrett hasn't been booked to look very strong. In fact, you know what? I was going to save this for the end because I know where this is going to go. So I was going to wait till the recap was over. But the hell with it. I got you on tonight. It's before WrestleMania. Let's just go crazy. Miz is on commentary for this match. And, of course, Wade Barrett goes over. But I was stunned. Not because it's the Miz. Not because it's the Miz could talk. But, ouch. But the IC title match. The I Now, Andy. The, the title yeah. that Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat stole WrestleMania 3 with will be a YouTube pre-show. Um, okay, here's, here's, here's the thing. You know, I, I was thinking about this on the way home tonight um, after, you know, you had invited me to come on the program and, and I knew that this was going to come up. And I don't think that this speaks to the lack of luster for the Intercontinental Championship. That belt, since since they brought that belt back with what they have done with Wade Barrett, with what they have done um, with um, um, the the porn mustache guy, man, dude. All right, what they've done with him, another one-third of the Man Love Triad. Once again, it's more prevalent now than it ever was. Yes. With, <laughs> with one of the Rhodes boys. 
And now what they've done, it's not, it's not the championship. And it certainly isn't Wade Barrett. Because Wade Barrett is a tremendous athlete. His issue is he just hasn't been pushed yet. He hasn't had anybody really push him hard for an extended period of time. The problem here is the man who shall remain nameless. Okay? He's the problem in this match. All Andy's saying, the only reason, Andy, why you're saying that is because you don't like him. No, 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 no. Listen to me. This man has brought his own level, his ability to perform. This man has brought himself down. Okay? When you need Ric Flair, when you need a multiple-time world heavyweight champion to come in your corner, give you your move, and say, to, to try to make you relevant, that, ladies and gentlemen, is a problem. If you need a man the stature of Ric Flair to have to come in, give you his finishing move to say, okay, kid, you're relevant, then you just became irrelevant. The problem here isn't the title. The problem here isn't Barrett. The problem is the man who shall remain nameless. He is not deserving wow. to be at, he is not, he's not deserving. What did this guy do to get a title shot? What has this guy done in the past, in the past few weeks? Correct me if I'm wrong, but he's lost a few matches getting to this point. He's not the guy who beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Far from it. This man is, and once again, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to say it, but I told you so. I've once again been proven right. The man is irrelevant. And everybody's been on my case saying, well, you're just a, a man who shall remain nameless hater. No. He's proven it here. He can't get on the card. They got to get him on YouTube. Well, it's, like, I mean, it's like a WWE movie that goes straight to DVD. It's irrelevant then. It's irrelevant now. The problem isn't Barrett or the title. The problem is the challenger. What they should have done is, is, is what they should have done is they should have had a situation where they could have picked a much stronger challenger for Barrett. Barrett deserves better than this. He really, really does. You're absolutely right. Mac Daddy said it right. He fell after Survivor Series. He was the reason why that pay-per-view stunk to high heaven. No, I, no, I, no, no. Oh, yes, um, it did. You know it, and they know it, too. No, he, no, no. He can't get it done. He's injuring people, and finally, somebody in creative had the common sense to say, you know what, all right, okay, well, all right, well, you know, Miz, you know, you, I, I just said his name. Damn it, I just said his name. I promised I wasn't going to do it. But, all right, we'll get you on the card. You can, you can be fodder for Barrett, and, uh, and we'll put you on the pre-show before we even put the lights on. It's, ladies and gentlemen, it's not the title. It's not Barrett. It's, it's the man who shall, I guess it doesn't matter anymore. But Barrett has looked like just as much shit as Miz since he's come back. I mean, let's be honest. Okay, let's really. Uh, where, how, who's pushed him? Name me one solid intercontinental title contender right now. Who that decided to push Miz? You got a guy who was your freaking WWE champion now vying for the IC belt. It's supposed to be the other way around. Oh, but there, no, no, no. There are plenty of been there have been plenty of world champions and WWE champions that have gone on to wrestle for the intercontinental championship. Chris Jericho was one of them, and nobody's questioning Chris Jericho's intestinal fortitude i no. would have much preferred to see chris jericho get an icy title shot and push barrett push him to the absolute limit of human existence in that ring to have barrett come out on top and for no other reason to help make that intercontinental title more relevant not this guy who's still busy too busy going off in montreal going to local day trying to find a cubic zirconia for his girlfriend well now we agree now we agree 
it should have been Jericho Barrett. Now I will completely. Can you imagine the hype if Jericho oh. would have won a tenth oh. C title? Oh, could you imagine at Mania no less for everything that this man has been through? Oh man, I would have been marking out like a five-year-old for that. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. Definitely. That would have been the guy who I would have put in there. But not to push the champion. If you're going to have a young champion, if you're going to have a man like a Wade Barrett, who is a tremendous talent, I don't think anybody's going to argue that point. No. But he hasn't been pushed. He hasn't. He's, he's, been, he's been handed a lot of easy matches. He hasn't been pushed to a sustained limit that you need to when you are the champion. You bring in Jericho. You set it up. And now you got somebody that can push. Now you got somebody that can fight back. All right, the Miz can't, and Barrett's going to retain at Mania. We'll see. We'll see. I can't see it, and it would even cheapen the title further to have a, a title change on a YouTube match. That yeah, would be even worse. But absolutely. Moving on with the Raw recap, Santino Morella is messing around with Vicky Guerrero. Brad- <laughs> I love that segment. Brad, Brad Maddox, I don't know how he has oh, it. Brad Maddox. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, real quick. T, I apologize, but I've got to get this up. All right, man. Note to WWE creative. I know that somebody from the WWE who used to, the same guy who probably listened to the Rewind, all right, and was telling Vince McMahon everything I said, is probably listening to this program right now, telling, saying, oh, crap, the power Andy Knowles is on Wrestling News Live. The apocalypse is upon us. Tell Maddox to quit shopping for clothes at Kmart. <laughs> lose the Garanimal ladies, ladies and gentlemen lose the Garanimal outfits alright and dress like a man for God's sakes he's got a vest alright and I know this because as you know in, in, in my day job I wear, I wear finely attired apparel alright I wear fine suits to work this man looks like he was shopping at the bargain bin at Kmart with the, with the vest size that is too small for him all right, and the shirt that's too, he got the small shirt, trying to make them tiny little arms, all right, all right, look like the rock, and it's not happening. Somebody needs to get to creative and tell him to change his clothes. But anyway, I digress. Go ahead. Well, not, not only that, he has the promo skills of a flea on horse tranquilizers. But, you know, I digress with that. I mean, he's just, oh, he's terrible. But Santino's trying to pull a uh, April Fool's Day joke on Vicky and Brad Maddox and says, Vince McMahon is here and he's really upset. But then Vicky says, I know this is bull. McMahon's not here. And she says, basically, you want to pull a joke? Well, Brad Maddox puts Santino in a match. And the biggest fool is him because the matchup next is Santino Morella versus Mark Henry. And, and in what was a five-star match, Santino Morella, a miracle, <laughs> manages to pull out an upset win, body slamming Mark Henry and going over. And if you believe that, then you really need to cut down on your alcohol intake. Because you watched a completely different match than I did. What the hell were you drinking? I'm fucking around. Obviously, oh. Mark Henry wins. Okay? You notice that's been two, ladies. You notice that's two swear words that have come out in your mouth and not one of mine. Well, this is WNL, baby. You want to swear? You can swear. I'm the intellectual savior of the network. I can't. But what happens after this match where, indeed, Mark Henry does go over? Come on, guys. You know I'm messing around. But Mark Henry says he knows Ryback is upset about not uh, breaking his weightlifting record on SmackDown. Goldberg Jr. They have a no-contact clause, 
and they can't put their hands on each other. Now, here's what's great. Ryback comes out, and because he cannot physically touch Mark Henry, he uses Santino Morella as a foreign object, throwing him at Mark Henry, and then says, well, I didn't touch you. I didn't touch him. I loved it. I thought it was great. great. That was absolutely great. I didn't touch him. It's not my. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, it's not my fault, Booker. He bloody well. He he ran right into Mark Henry. I don't know what happened. See, but I've never seen another wrestler used as a foreign object. I mean, poor Santino. He just got. Th- I have. I, I've I've seen. Oh my word! Anytime you see another wrestler get thrown on top of another wrestler, I think that qualifies as foreign object. Um. What about um? Oh, I just had a brain cramp. We'll come back to it. I, I had another wrestler. Oh, when uh, uh, the Hart Foundation used to wrestle, and they would go and they would take Bret Hart, they would take uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart and shoot him in the corner um, um, like a snapmare into the corner and give somebody a spear. That's using a wrestler as a foreign object. Actually, you know what? Ashley is my name. Has a great, it's an Italian object. So I guess does that mean it's, does that mean it's foreign or it's going bankrupt? No, see, we Italians should not be used as foreign objects. I was quite insulted by that. Yeah. I love this, too. Anthony says, Kelly Kelly has been known to carry foreign objects. Well, yeah. Her in jailbait. Boom, boom, boom. Rimshot. Okay. Anyway, continue. CM Punk cuts a promo and says people, he's asked if he feels he's disrespecting Paul Barra. And Punk says he doesn't give a damn what people think. He's trying to get into Taker's head. He, I want to beat his streak. And the Undertaker is more distracted and concerned about Paul Bearer than he is his streak. Yep. And if Taker gets counted out or DQ'd, technically CM Punk wins. Or Taker might even tap out. He won't. And Punk says Taker's streak will end. And I, you know what? I don't want you to comment on... Uh, the CM Punk situation till we get to the end because the end gets even. Um, see, can I say? Can I say this? Sure. Those weren't, those weren't real human remains. I've I've seen human ashes. All right, and human ashes are pink. Did you ever see that movie War of the Worlds? Yes. Okay. Where the aliens were shooting at all the people, and all the people just all of a sudden poof, they would just they would just disappear, and they were just they were just ash. Right. And the ash was pink. Yeah, I mean. That- that's what human remain and and the reason why I know this is because last year when when I went home when I went back to Vancouver, I had the opportunity to sprinkle my grandmother's ashes. God rest her soul, beautiful lady, the the last of my grandparents who passed away, and I got to sprinkle her ass, uh, ashes in the uh, in the straight uh, right near the uh, Lionsgate Bridge in uh, between North Vancouver and uh, and Stanley Park, and the ashes are pink, and they most certainly do not sparkle. So what, what was in that urn was certainly not a remain. It, it looks like they just went down to the local hardware store and picked up some sand or something and threw that in there. Yeah, it looked more like beast. I need to get that out. I need to get that straight because you're going to have the low-information wrestling fan who's going to go, oh, man, he just spread the ashes all over the Undertaker. Oh, man, the CM Punk's going to get his ass beat. They weren't ashes. They weren't ashes. I would hope. I would hope we would all know that. It almost looked like... This this from the promotion, ladies and gentlemen. This from the promotion that allowed a man to get bitten by a snake. On national television, no less. And what's even crazier is, you know, you, you talk about... I wanted to get into this at the end of the recap. But you talk about PG. 
how many questions do kids have for that? You know, what's, what's, look, what's it, mommy, what's that in the urn? You know, I don't have, I don't know. Facebook went apeshit nuts over this angle today. I mean, I had a mother. But it's the low, but the problem is, is the, is the low information, the low information voter, the low information wrestling fan doesn't know any better. And so whose fault is that? Well, if you're watching wrestling and you think those were real ashes, you need to stop watching wrestling because you don't have the IQ for it. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's, that's just how I feel. But and you, yeah, wonder why, you wonder why I was yelling to have Glenn Beck come on WWE programming <laughs> for reasons just like this. Ladies, you know, I, I should seriously, honestly, I should seriously return. I, I think the network needs me. I should seriously, I, I got to give it every time I think I'm coming close to re-signing, I get pulled back. I'm telling you. Go uh, ahead. I know a lot of people wouldn't mind it, but we have this match, which we knew wasn't going to happen. Zeb Coulter versus Alberto Del Rio. Uh, Del Rio sends Ricardo to the back because he doesn't want him to get hurt again. But Ricardo comes back out anyway. The match st- doesn't really start because Jack Swagger first tries to attack Ricardo, but then Del Rio breaks it up. But I mean, ADR gets beat down by Jack Swagger with Ricardo's crutch. And I'll tell you guys, if you go to our Facebook page, you'll find it. They showed a picture of Del Rio's back last night after that, that yep. meeting. They photoshopped that beautifully, didn't they? Oh, I don't know. About oh, it. man. they photo- I have never seen a better Photoshop in my entire life. That was fantastic. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at it, man. I, he looked like he got wailed on pretty damn good to me. Well, you know, the funny thing about this is, does anybody else hearken this back to the days when Eddie Guerrero was the champion? And and Eddie Guerrero was getting smacked around like he was a mid-carter when he was holding the belt. And then eventually he ended up losing the championship. And, and a lot of people regarded, you know, Eddie Guerrero, God rest his soul, regarded his championship as as nothing more as, a, as, as filler or a joke. And this is where ADR's title reign, ADR, ADR, yeah. That, this is where his title reign is heading. The world champion should be a lot more dominant than this. The world champion needs to go in and and be the dominant one. R- Ricardo does not need to be the I want to see a, you know, you get ADR saying, okay, let me have the crutch, and then you go and you smack Dirty Dutch Mantel's lights out with it and then call for the DQ. But ADR, you know, ADR is just being way too nice. You know, the the the, the love child of Tito Santana and the million dollar man here. And and you would think with those kind of genes that he would come out with something nasty. And, and he's getting smacked around. You know, he's getting smacked around like an altar boy. And I just don't get it. It's pathetic. I don't know. I don't know if I totally agree with that. He, he's gotten over on Swagger a few times, like in the hotel. You know, it's not like they've made him look completely weak. He's the baby face. And we all know that baby faces can't be made to look too, 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 too dominant. So I kind of get they certainly did a job. They certainly did a job with, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, with Cena. You know, the, the, see, the thing about it, to make this work, Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, too, is, uh, is another great example. But Rey Mysterio, smaller, he was, you would expect him to get smacked around, okay, like, like the five-year-old altar boy, okay? You would expect that. But I'm going to have the Catholic Church on me now. I'm going to hell. Um, now you're, oh, by the way. By the way, congratulations to the new pope. 
Pope Francis, man. I'm loving this guy. Man of the people. Have you seen this guy, Francis? Uh, no. Argentinian Pope. You haven't seen it? Where? Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen this Pope, this is the Pope that you could take to a WWE event. All right? This is the man who's going up. He's hugging people. He's kissing people. He's telling people in the Vatican to go piss off. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to go pay my hotel bill. I don't want no palatial estate. Just give me the, the give me the tiny little apartment in the corner. I'm cool. This is the Pope, man. All right, I'm I'm loving this. I'm I'm not Catholic, but I'm loving me this Pope. How did we get on this tangent? I have no idea. <laughs> Let's get on the Rock coming out, and he says the connection between him and the people is the only reason he's here. Sunday isn't about redemption; it's about the will of the people. And he will stomp Cena's ass this Sunday and says that he might want to get a permanent residence in Washington, D.C. Talks about possibly running for president. And at the end, the gist of the promo is, again, that he will beat John Cena at WrestleMania. So, you know, good. Again, I I like the buildup they're doing this year even better than they did last year. I think a year is too long. They've condensed it enough and made it a lot more personal this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm much more stoked to see Roxena 2 than I was to see Part 1. A lot more on the line in this championship match. A, a lot to lose. John Cena in a must-win situation. He has to take the Rock. He's got to win convincingly, and he's got to bring the title home. I'm sorry. His, his career, he's taken a lot of hits. We've forgiven him for a lot of losses. This is the match that he must win to maintain his relevance and his dominance as a champion in this sport. I hearken it back, if I, if you may indulge me, I hearken it back to the match that Mickey James had with Maurice, which was a must-win situation for Mickey James to maintain her relevance in the sport, and she did. She won the title, and now she has gone on to be one of the most dominant divas knockouts of all time. John Cena's in the same boat here. Make no mistake about it. A John Cena loss here could spell the end of his career, the end of his relevance. You may see John Cena in the YouTube pre-show next year if he doesn't come through on this because it's going to be very, very difficult. No. No, no, no. Listen, I've been right on. I've been right on everything else. He needs to win to maintain his relevancy going forward. If he loses the belt after Mania and some nameless pay-per-view, nobody's going to care. But he's got to win it at Mania. He's got to win it convincingly. He's got to win it clean. They could have a third match, and it wouldn't matter. Cena would still go over. Something would go down. But this is I, I cannot express how serious a must-win this is for Cena. Well, and that's how a lot of people feel. You know, you're certainly not alone. I get where you're coming from, but I'm still not 100% sure that that's what's going to happen. But 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 you're looking at whatever happens in the pay-per-view, Ziggy's walking out with a a championship, and uh, he may walk out with two. Didn't they sign sign the tag team championships to take on uh, Ziggy? And by the way, I was calling him Ziggy before calling him Ziggy was cool. And once again, the WWE steals something from me. But that's okay. You can send the check to Parisville, New York. Ziggy is walking out with two title belts at Mania, you see. Possible. 
possible, but, you know, good luck with getting royalty checks from WWE. <laughs> we have Antonio Cesaro, your U.S. champion, another belt that basically is about as worthless as the Miz's wedding ring. Oh! <laughs> During the match, Fandildo comes out dancing with his girlfriend. Did you just say Fandildo? Uh, yeah, that's what we've been calling him on the network. Fandildo. Yes. No, I would, you know what it is? It's, it's like everybody in my house has been walking around trying to do the Fandango. You know, the Fandango. And so I was, I was, we were just fooling around in the living room when I, I, I was, uh, I walked up to my wife and I, I did the Fandango stomp and I did Andrew. No third syllable. Awesome. That'll work. Pronounce his name right. No third syllable. Well, anyway, he's judging oh, the match. Oh, come on now. That got laughs right. You didn't think that was funny? Eh. Dude, I'm telling you, you haven't, you know, we, we've been too long on the, the, without the rewind, man. Anyway, forget it. Go ahead. You had to be there, I guess. You had to be there and you had to be drunk. Go ahead. Well, anyway, Fandango is taking down notes during this match, and Chris Jericho beats the U.S. champion via submission, but Fandango attacks in the ring after the match, screams at Jericho to say his name correctly. And the bottom line is that... <laughs> he did say his name properly. Did yeah. He said you his know. name properly. Useless bitch. He did say his name properly. Wow. But, I mean, the bottom line is we're going to have this match at Mania. And I don't know, man. I, I, I don't... I hear that Fandango is a pet project of Vince McMahon, so I'm thinking he's probably going to go over. That explains a lot. I know, how right? Pet product, how many prodigies, how many pet projects has Vince McMahon had that have gone completely down the crapper? And this one's going to be no different. Somebody asked, that was on Facebook. Somebody said uh, on Facebook, they said... Um, Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you can tell I've been out for so long. Somebody said, why are they saying that Fandango can't wrestle? And I said, because he never does. You see, I caught that. That's what I was trying to tell people. They're saying you can't wrestle not because he has shown bad skills in the ring. It's because they're assuming because he never gets in the ring, he can't wrestle. He he never does. And that's why, ladies, you know, you, you do find some intelligent professional wrestling fans you know, out at these events that, you know, start something, speak the truth, and this is no different. I don't know what was so difficult about that. Why they saying can't wrestle? Because he never does. But anyway. Yeah. Something I was impressed with, um, we had the Funkadactyls, Naomi and Cameron, wrestle yep. the Bella Twins in, in what I got to say. Was it decent match? Oh, it's the so great to see the Bellas back. Uh, it's so great to see the Bellas back. Good match. The Bellas go over. And, I mean, I, I, was, I was a bit shocked that, that these two gals, you know, the Funkadactyls, can go to the level that, that they went at. I mean, I know Naomi can wrestle. Yes. But, I mean, it, it, was, it was probably one of the best Divas matches I've seen in a bit. I would maintain, I didn't get a chance to catch that match, but I am... I'm I'm ecstatic. The WWE needs to do something in the Divas division. Oh, all right. Because yeah. they, they are in huge trouble. If you're depending on Caitlin and Jailbait to hold your division right now, you've got problems. There are so I will say this. 
I have been watching. I, I do try to catch NXT. And as much as I hate that title trophy that they're carting around for that, that championship, you do see some solid women's wrestling matches on that product. And I think that you're going to see some great up-and-comers. But the WWE is in a bad way right now. They need to get anything to keep that division relevant. And honestly, I am glad to see the Bellatons. I have never been more jealous of Damian Sandow in my entire life. Never more jealous. And John Cena. He's and dating one absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Now, which one, which, one is, um, uh, which one is John Cena dating? I think Cena's got the one with the bigger boobies. Okay, and well, that would make sense. He would have the one with the larger breasts, and Daniel right. Bryan, because he's shorter, he gets the one with the smaller breasts. Right. That, that's as far that as I sense. know. Which one, which one is which now? Oh, is, I always mix them up. Is it Bree the one with, with the enhancement job? I really so, don't care. The chat can, can help us out with that. I don't care because they're both hot. I mean, you got to give kudos to, to, to Cena and my boy Daniel Bryan. I mean, well, I don't understand the attraction to Daniel Bryan. This is almost the Sam Houston syndrome. Where, he's a stud, baby. No, but it goes, you know, I call it the Sam Houston syndrome because for some strange reason, these, 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 uh, these women wrestling personalities, they go for the skinniest, scrawniest dudes on the planet. I don't understand why Sam Houston was, um, 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 uh, married to baby doll when there were guys on the roster that were a hell of a lot bigger than him and a hell of a lot better than him. You know, you had uh, 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 Tori Wilson um, dating and married to, um, oh, I can see him in my mind right now. But well, uh, it, right. it's the, the, kid, the kid with the 450, what was his name? The 450, oh, the shit. The kid with the 450 splash. He used to itch himself on Nitro. Someone oh, in the chat will give it to us. Somebody but, in the chat will give it to us. You got him. And now you've got your fast, your fast forward. You had Triple H. And X R Triple H and X Pac. <laughs> well, after after what had, Spock, Billy Kidman, Billy Kidman, thank you. Thank well, you after what X Pac just went through, he might have been with Triple H. That's how his ass got busted open. You've got you've got China going with X Pac. It's the it's the Sam Houston syn, uh, syndrome, and now you've got one of the Bellas dating arguably one of the arguably one of the smallest guys on the roster. I just don't get it. It's the beard, man. Oh God! It's not the beard. the beard. Shave that damn thing. But let's close. Man, out. Shave it. Let's close out this recap, man. Taker comes out, the Undertaker, and he says, talks about how many days Punk had the World Heavy uh, WWE title. Excuse me, but says even though you had the title for four hundred and plus days, your pain mania will last an eternity. And CM Punk decided to make this personal, and he'll suffer for that. And defeating Punk at Mania is no longer good enough. The disrespect shown will make him pay the ultimate price. And Punk might be right. The streak might might come to an end, but Punk will never live to talk about it. And this prompts the Druids to come out. And I got to say, the crowd did their job last night because I never heard a wrestling crowd so silent in my life. The fake Paul Bearer comes out, and it is, I believe it was... um excuse me, Paul Heyman, and Taker tries to go for the attack, but CM Punk gets the better of The Undertaker because he's dressed as a dru- one of the Druids. He 
overwhelms Undertaker, beats him down with the urn. He says it's over. And if you really want this urn that bad, here, take it. And CM Punk uh, pours the quote-unquote ashes of the urn over the prone body of the Undertaker. Great way to fade to black to set up that match for Mania. And that was Monday Night Raw. Got it. Got to hand it to WWE on that one. That was a, that was a great way to go home. I I really, I mean, outside of the fact that you know they didn't have the brass to use the you know the real remains, um, I really can't say anything negative about that segment. Yeah. Well, they're not going to fucking use real remains. I mean, come on. This is the this is the promotion, ladies and gentlemen, that had a man snake bite another man in the hand on national television. Don't tell me they don't have the brass to go down to the local mortuary. And use the ashes of some wino. I what wouldn't put it past. What the fuck is him. wrong with you? I wouldn't put it past them. Look at all. Look at look at what the WWE's been cramming down our throat for years. No, no. Last time you were on here, you talked about milking the prostate. Now we have to talk about using real human remains on live television. I am, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I am merely a commentator to this. I am merely a journalist discussing what I see. I am using metaphor to help communicate my thoughts more clearly. And if a man wants to wear a set of gloves that looks like you're going to melt the prostate, then that's what it is. But would, it wouldn't surprise me if they, I wouldn't surprise me if Vince McMahon dug up a, a dead relative and used their ashes. It really wouldn't surprise me. Jesus Christ. I put nothing past that man anymore. When he's got fan-dang idiots running around here, it's, all right, wasting television time, playing Dancing with the Stars, all right? And, you know, how come they haven't played that angle yet? You know, it's like whenever I, I'm, I'm ready to do a show solo with, the, well, it wouldn't be solo, but ready to do a show with just the Trey Dog, I always worry. It was like tonight, I'm like, God, what is he going to say? And when I heard it was you, I was like, oh, okay. It'll be a chance for me to not, you know, just get shocked. But well, something happened to you, man, since you took time off. I'm it's serious. Retirement. Retirement will do that to you. You're not the same guy I worked with, man. I, I don't know where this it's, is coming from. But What do you mean? What do you mean? No, let's expand on this. I'm curious. Some of the stuff that you're saying, see, you think because you don't use vulgarity, it means that you can't say some outlandish shit. I, I do not use vulgarity because I have... Um, I have much respect for the broadcasting profession and having been on terrestrial radio, you, you simply don't use, you, you don't use the, you know, the, the words that the FCC won't let you use. And I've just always carried it over into my career. It's required me to be far more creative in some of the things that I would like to say. Well, we don't have to worry about the FCC, but we're overdue for a break. So letter grade. We're going to take a break. It, no, first we're going to give some letter grades on Raw. Um, I'll go first. I say for a go-home yeah. show, it was good. Um, it was promo-heavy, but you expect that. I'll, I'll always give a pass for that at a go-home show. I'll tell you, I was I was okay with it. I was pretty entertained. I'll give it an A minus. I will give Raw now. I, I ladies and ladies and gentlemen, in full disclosure, I have not. Why I did not watch all of Raw, so I I I have to give Raw an incomplete. I'm going to give myself an incomplete because I did not watch the Raw in its entirety. However, what I did see, I will give it a. Oh, 
what I did see, I would give it a B. If if I'd have seen if I'd have seen the CM Punk segment, I probably would have pushed it more to a B plus or an A minus, but I'll give it a B. All right, fair enough. They did what they did what they needed to do. Yeah. Get to where they're going on Sunday. It it now falls in the hands of the gods, and we pray to the almighty Vince that somehow WrestleMania for the seventy dollars you're gonna have to pay to get high definition. Somehow you got to hope that it all gets put together, and I'm going to tell you the things that I'm not going to be looking for, or looking forward to, at Mania coming up. Well, we'll get to that after the commercial break, guys. We'll have some news. There's actually a decent amount of news, and then we'll break down Mania while we take your phone calls and emails. But it's been very interesting so far, as I anticipated. Many thanks to The Power for being here with me, and we'll both be back with you momentarily after this break right here on the SNS Radio Network. This is Raven, NWA World Heavyweight Champion, and you're listening to Wrestling News Live. The hosts are kind of stupid, but hey, what the hell? WrestlingOnline.com, the official news source of Wrestling News Live. You're looking for the latest news in the world of MMA and professional wrestling. Log on to www.wrestling-online.com and sign up for the largest and longest-running newsletter on the Internet today with over 26,000 subscribers and over 3,000 issues. And the best part, just like WNL, it's free! Once again, that's www.wrestlingonline.com. The following is a public service announcement from Wrestling News Live. Reasons not to marry a porn star. Did you hear the news that uh, Tito Ortiz was arrested for domestically abusing his... uh, his girlfriend, Jenna Jameson? No, he probably tried to fuck her. It was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway, and he just said, What the fuck? Where have you been? Slap! <laughs> that reminds me of the quote from Triple H a couple years back, when he said, you know, even a 747 looks uh, small flying in the Grand Canyon. I mean, how could you, in all honesty, be a person not in the porn industry, married to a porn star, and be okay with it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'd have a serious problem with that. I mean, let's say she's got an early shoot. She gets up, she washes her pussy, and goes to work. <laughs> then you wake up, and while you're eating pancakes, she's fucking somebody else. While you walk to the mailbox to get the mail, she's fucking somebody else. When you come inside and turn on the TV and have a cup of tea, she's fucking somebody else. Then she's having lunch while you're taking a nap in your lazy boy. She comes back from lunch and punches in and starts fucking somebody else. <laughs> then she comes home. You tell the bitch that you want dinner. She makes you something in the microwave and goes to bed. And you're jacking off because she spent all day fucking somebody else. <laughs> you're having tea. She's getting tea bagged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this show. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the good folks at Wrestling News Live. You're listening to Wrestling News Live. 
What's up, guys and gals? Sensational Sequel, Sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and Ashley, yes, that is his name, on the open book. Every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll catch us doing video games, the open book, fantasy, EFET, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at snsradionetwork.com. Come check us out. Let's go to our ring announcer. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time! <laughs> Hey, this is Trish Stratus, and you're listening to Wrestling News Live. Keep listening, because Stratisfaction is guaranteed right here on the SNS Radio Network. Oh, yes, 2013 Hall of Fame inductee Trish Stratus had the pleasure of speaking to her a week ago. Beautiful lady to talk to. Excellent interview. But I am back. It is Wrestling News Live, the final Wrestling News Live before WrestleMania 29 right here on the SNS Radio Network. And I am not alone. I have the unusual suspect with me. He is the, well... (laughs) semi-retired host of the Pro Wrestling Rewind, the power Andy Knowles. Andy, what's up? Thank you very much. The the intellectual savior of the SNS Radio Network, the power Andy Knowles, talent on loan from God. <laughs> back with you. I'm telling you, it's so, it's so great to be back with you. It's so great to be back on the SNS Radio Network. And, uh, you know, even though it's, it's, it's been a while... Since I've been back on a, a live uh, live program, I came in the studio tonight. I had to dust a lot of things off. I opened up the computer, had uh, had stuff to download. I uh, I really I want to take, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take this opportunity. I'm going to go off script here for just a second. Um, I want to take this opportunity to thank this network. I want to thank JJ. I want to thank Trey. I want to thank Harmony. I want to thank UT Brass. Um, all the hosts on this network, all the great listeners here at the SNS Radio Network. You have always been very supportive of, of, of me, and uh, you have always been supportive of the, of the Rewind, whether you liked it, whether you hated it, you still listen to it, and uh, I appreciate that. And what I uh, really appreciated more than anything else, and I, I didn't get the opportunity really to, to express my thanks enough uh, for um, um, all of the the great the letters I received, 
uh, the encouragement that we received when we adopted Princess Power, uh, uh, Rachel Margaret Shea Knowles, back on uh, November of last year. And um, um, what we did not expect when we finally got all that situated was this wonderful idea that the higher power had to go and, and put her in one of these little pageants that they had at the St. Lawrence Center Mall in Messina, which was a mere stone's throw from the Messina Arena where the um, uh, latest TNA events on uh, April 19th will be. And uh, we went there with uh, no preconceived notions. I'll be very honest with you. I really didn't want to go. Um, I was basically doing this uh, for, uh, for the higher power and for Princess Power. And uh, uh, lo and behold, she won. And uh, it, was, it was interesting, T, because we, um, there, there were quite a few little girls there. If, you, if you've seen the video, I don't, think, I, I don't think we posted it public because I was on the video. And, of course, nobody knows what I look like. So I don't think we, we put that public. But um, she won a little medal, and this little girl right beside her for best attire, and this little girl right beside her was winning all these medals and all these awards. So we didn't really have... Um, we didn't really have too, you know, too many preconceived notions as to what was going to happen. So they announced Miss Photogenic, and they have this little trophy. And Rachel wins the trophy. And I think, oh, this is great. Yay. You know, yay. She's getting a medal, and she's getting a trophy. And then they go, and they run through the runners-up, and they get up to first runner-up, and, and, and Rachel hasn't been called yet. And lo and behold, to my surprise, they announced the winner, and it was a tie between the little girl right beside us, who had won everything, and Rachel. And I never did get the opportunity to thank the, the great listeners, the supporters, the Facebook messages. They were all greatly uh, received, and uh, I want to thank you for that. And, uh, and now uh, um, Princess Power goes to the state final the first weekend in May, which means I must now blow a weekend to go down to Syracuse which I hadn't planned, and uh, uh, really thanks again for all your support. I, I, it means a great deal to me uh, to know, and it, it, it doesn't matter. It could be JJ's kids. Uh, it, could be, uh, it could be Trey's niece. It could be your family. It could be anybody's family. This group is so supportive of, uh, of everybody, and uh, uh, I just want to say thank you. It, was, uh, it is greatly appreciated. Now on to the craziness. Well, the craziness is actually quite a bit of news. Pretty news-heavy week here uh, for wrestling. And um, as always, the news is sponsored by Wrestling-Online.com, whose main man I will be getting together with in New York this week, Colin Vassilo, who puts out a newsletter multiple times a week, thousands of subscribers, this site, this newsletter has been around for years. Guys, if you aren't signed up for the newsletter, you're, you're just, you're making my life a living hell. Wrestling-online.com. Check it out. But with that said, Brass Eye, you are the DJ. I am the rapper. Kick it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. May I have your attention, please? And I need all of you 
to stop what you're doing and listen. And now the news. NorthJersey.com has an article regarding the economy that WrestleMania 29 will leave in the New York and New Jersey areas as thousands upon thousands of fans from around the world descend into the cities for the showcase of the immortals. WrestleMania is estimated to give the New York City and New Jersey economies a list a lift of 100 million or more from spending on hotels, meals, rental cars, and shopping. Desperately needed. Desperately needed. The article states that around 36 hotels within seven miles of the MetLife Stadium are all sold out for the weekend. For us, it's all about heads and beds, said James Kirkos, head of the Meadowlands Chamber of Conquer. Commerce. I can't talk tonight. I apologize. Where, where is uh, where is JJ and uh, and the queen of the network one uh, Harmony uh, Jackson? Where are they staying? Well, they'll be in the New York area. I can tell are you. Gonna, are we going to prank phone call their uh, their hotel? <laughs> prank, no. What you should do is is you should prank phone call their hotel. Tell them that you are the desk clerk and that they have to leave because they've been too rowdy. Well, you're retired. You can't get fired. So if you want to do that, go right ahead. But <laughs> Yeah, but I may not get asked to host WNL again. But I mean, a hundred million, a tenth of a billion dollars for one event. Amazing. Listen, but coming off, coming off the weather event that, the, that the, um, the, the state of New York, the lower state of New York and New Jersey experienced, this is a tremendous boom and a tremendous opportunity. And I, I'm glad to see, honestly, I'm glad to see Chris Christie embracing this. I'm glad to see um, uh, all the uh, you know all the local um, um, retailers uh, you know really you know really embracing this and and it's much needed. I, I don't think you could have asked for a better opportunity to have WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I just hope the weather holds up, man, for the sake of you know my friends JJ and Harmony and all the fans. Hopefully, it'll be okay. I mean, New York, you know it, Andy. You've lived here a while. It's very unpredictable this time of year. It is like right now. I think downstate where you are, it's uh, it's probably. It wouldn't surprise me if it's about fifty degrees and decent. And up here we had snow overnight, and it's about thirty degrees, which no, is degrees if you're in Canada. It's cold as hell here. Anyway, continue. WWE has been nominated for six awards at the fifth annual Shorty Awards, which honor the best in, believe it or not, social media. Recognizing the people and organizations producing real-time short content across Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Foursquare, and the rest of the social web. WWE has been nominated for outstanding work in several categories. We are excited WWE has been nominated in so many categories by the Shorty Awards, said Perkins Miller, Executive Vice President of Digital Media for the WWE. The digital team has worked hard on all the initiatives, and we look forward to continuing to push the level of creativity and content through multiple platforms. You're damn right they are. The WWE is playing social media like the devil plays a fiddle. (laughs) They have got this so tight. That really, you, you, I can't say it. I would love to say something negative about the WWE social media, and I can't. They've, they've really got it wound strong. And good for them. Anything you can do. Take a look at Zack Ryder. Take a look at what he did. Anybody can get over on uh, on social media. Anybody can. 
Are you getting all holy on me because you're echoing like the angels from above? That's because I radiate excellence. Talent on loan from God. Guess so, but yeah. You give yourself to Jesus. Praise Jesus. Lord. You know we had to get one of those in. But yeah, I mean, look, they've been pushing social media for years. Now Vince McMahon is on Twitter. This is a new, uh, new story. This is just me bringing it out. Yep. He had his first tweet last night, and the IWC went ape shit nuts. He what has tweet. Oh, just talking about WrestleMania. I don't have it verbatim, but I mean, he's Vince McMahon's tweet. I am looking in the mirror at my excessively large behind. Send. Okay. I don't spend a lot of time looking at Vince McMahon's behind, but uh, apparently uh, he does because I heard he tweeted it. Uh, I think you might be thinking about another guy who's been posing as Vince McMahon for a while. I don't. I don't even want to give his name out on the air because it's. And you really shouldn't use the IWC exploded. That has a very sexual connotation to it, and you may offend. You may offend some of the listener base. So you mean to tell me it's like a Terran Terrell match? You might just explode at any moment. I'm just saying you may just want to choose a different explicative. You know, like uh, the IWC came to a rousing climax, perhaps. Yeah, that's much better. Or the IWC undulated with excitement. The IWC prematurely reacted to something that happened. in yeah, That's kind of sexual, too. But anyway, go ahead. We'll work on that. We got plenty of time. Go ahead. Actress and WWE fan Maria, I'm going to butcher this, Menounos, will oh. be one inducting Bob Backlund into the WWE Hall of Fame on eight. Why? 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 Would somebody explain this to me? What the hell does she? What does she know of Backlund? She was well, freaking. She was freaking. She wasn't even an itch in somebody's anatomy when Backlund was wrestling, was she? Well, I mean, he had to have some say in it. The announcement of Menounos as the inductor for Bob Backlund might seem weird, but here we go. The two are best friends. I am truly humbled to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, said Bob Backlund. Maria has been a friend for years, and I can't think of someone I would rather have induct me at the Garden. How about the Iron Sheik? How about the man you lost the belt to? Well, Sheik and public appearances don't go well together. How about... um... There's got to be a half a dozen guys he wrestled for the championship... In all the years he was champion, that would be a better choice than um, uh, than Menudo. Well, Menusa, or you know Mili Milo, I don't know, whatever her name is. Well, she has a long history with WWE. First co-hosting Raw in 2009, wrestling yeah. on Raw and a tribute to the troops, and then even participating in a tag team match at WrestleMania 28. With now, Kelly Kelly how, versus Beth Phoenix and Eve Torres. How close of friends are they? While the former they indulge in the love that dare not speak its name. Have they lived in sin? Well, while the former Miss Massachusetts teen, teen USA might look petite, Menounos is one tough cookie. 
that wrestled at WrestleMania last year with two cracked ribs after an injury while doing practice for Dancing with the Stars. That's now, that it. is tough. I, you know, I, I'll give you that. You can't anytime you can do you can do something physical when you got cracked ribs. God bless you. Did you see this uh, this NCAA? If I can go on a tangent here for a moment. Did you see this kid in the NCAA tournament that broke his leg? Who pulled a Sid Vicious? Oh, don't, don't. Oh, my God. I cringed when I saw that. Yeah, I know, because I threw up after seeing it. I, I, you the know, it's a Sid, the kid, if you didn't see this, ladies and gentlemen, the kid went and jumped for the ball, came down and pulled a Sid Vicious. And like the bone was sticking out. The only difference is with Sid Vicious when he broke his, his was still in the boot. See, I can see blood, gore, the worst horror movie, stuff like that. I, I can't. I can't see that shit. Oh, God. Anyway, continue. I think I think the chat room's getting tired of me going. Does, does Trey normally go off on a tangent? Yes. He does? Okay. So I'm like I'm like a pseudo Trey. Yeah, I think you're channeling your inner Trey dog. Tra- channeling my inner Trey. Okay, go ahead. Now, I found this story very interesting, Andy. Jerry the King Lawler has opened up a wrestling museum in his hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, with a <laughs> bunch of his wrestling memorabilia put on display. Hmm. The museum launched yesterday is hmm. located at Wynn, W-Y-N-N, Automotive at 1831 Getwell Road. Yes, G-E-L-L, Getwell Road, and has a free entrance for walk for uh, walkthroughs, merchandise oh, and other items are available for sale. I got to get me to Memphis. There is a lot of stuff you could spend a lot of time in here. So if you're really a wrestling fan or a Jerry Lawler fan, there is a lot to see. Lawler told WREG TV, the local CBS affiliate, the museum will be open Mondays to Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And you can of course. See the video report from WREG TV, including the talk with Jerry Lawler at wrestling online.com. Interesting. Yes, provocative. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, museum kind of cool. We, we are we are amused. Yes. Eh, give him some credit. At, at you, least. You're the man. You're the man, T. Everybody well, wants to grow up and be like you. Well, you know, I think it's kind of cool he opened the museum, but you know, be better if the WWE backed it. Oh yeah, well, you know, the WWE's got their own thing going on right now. They got their own Hall of Fame. They got to worry about so. Well, The Rock is oh, shit. Oh, God, he rocked the box office with his GI Joe. Roadblock was never. You know, the funny thing about this is that in the cartoon, Roadblock was a was was Cajun. He was bald, he was Cajun and a hell of a good cook. But he wasn't he was he was one of maybe your top five or top ten characters, but he wasn't the leader. From what I recall from my eighties cartoons, Duke was the leader in the first series and then and then it changed. And then somewhere along the line they brought a they brought a general in. So I, I don't see I don't get but then again, people go, well, it's a remake, it's different, you know, it's like Transformers don't expect the same thing. Well, I'm sorry. Don't screw with my G.I. Joe and don't screw with my Transformers, damn it. 
Well, you and JJ will be more qualified to talk on that than me. I mean, I, I never really watched much of G.I. Joe to, you know, JJ never letting me live it down. But regardless of that, uh, retaliation this weekend climbed to the top chart yep. with over an estimated 51 million in box office revenue, according to boxofficemojo.com. The movie starring The Rock, Channing Tatum, and Bruce Willis, and directed by John Chu. However, who? who? John Chu. He's on tape. Okay. The, I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that correctly. I hope for your sake. The Rise of Cobra, which did 54713000 on its opening weekend in 2009. So thus far, this movie hasn't didn't do as much in the opening as the original did. But despite opening a bit lower than the first movie, Retaliation is predicted to do much more money than its pre predecessor, and it costs less to produce as well. They've the had all this time to get it right. That's the thing. This was supposed to be, this was supposed to be out months ago, and they realized how much it sucked, so they had to go back and they had to rework it. Oh no no no! Now wait a minute. What no, I, it what, sucked. No, what it I think worse than a prostitute somewhere in the downtown Harlem. All right. First of all, terrible. I, I it work, was absolutely terrible. I work in Harlem. Okay. I, now, now, wait a minute. You know what I'm talking about? You're talking about the original. No, the the first one was eh, simply because we didn't. You can't make this, ladies and gentlemen. You can't make an '80s movie. How, people were dumping on the first Transformers, a because there weren't enough robots. Starscream had maybe two lines in it, and Megatron was there for maybe. 10 minutes at the end and they tried to do the same thing here with gi joe you just you I, they gotta stop i'm sorry the only thing that the only set of movies that has come even close to exceeding my expectations have been the the marvel movies iron man the avengers thor those are the now, only movies that i think have really done a good job in in really taking a fantasy comic book cartoon toy world and really making it believable Transformers and G.I. Joe have done squat. Now, wait a second. Last year, this movie was supposed to come out, and I think what ended up happening was they saw Avengers and were like, nah, let's just say we need another because year. Because they had no balls. Well, they, it sucked and they had no balls. They knew they were going to get, they knew where they were going to get. This coming from The Rock, your WWE champion right now, him and the rest of the guys in the studio didn't have the brass. Didn't have the cojones, the anatomy, to go and put their film up against the Avengers because they knew, they knew they were going to get smacked around like the five-year-old uh, altar boy. They knew it. Really? They, you know it. Really? The five-year-old? Whoa, whoa, you know it. Do you realize how much editing Brass Eye is going to have to do on this show? How do you become the guy who needs to be edited and I'm clean as a whistle? What did I you're the one that's been swearing like a sailor. What have I said that has even been remotely offensive? Motherfucker, I know what you're doing. You just did it there. That's three. You may not swear, but you're coming off. You're putting, you think because you don't curse, the shit you're saying isn't ridiculous. <laughs> I mean. I am, I am the epitome of the truth. 
Anyway, this show is already a train wreck, so let's move on. <laughs> I yes, go ahead. So anyway, this the 3D addition to this movie is also adding to the revenue since 3D tickets are more expensive. The movie opened in several foreign countries as well, and prelim preliminary estimates for the weekend show, it did an additional over 80 million worldwide, sending its total to over $132 million. So the movie is, you know, it's doing well. I'm going to see it, you know, this Friday. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna see it just because I'm curious. I want to see it. What they're gonna do? I was I was interested in the Zartan taking over as the president. I was interested to see how that would play out in movie number two. That's the only reason why I'm even gonna go see it. I'm sure as hell not gonna see it for the Rock. I'm not gonna see it for the characters. I do like I do like the Snake Eyes character. I think they have done a tremendous job with the Snake Eyes character. Um. But I just I think there needs to there they need more characters they need more depth I apologize ladies and gentlemen for the audio in the background they they need more depth to this. Well, I mean I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. It looks like it's pretty damn action packed. Yep. If if you like if, if you be liking you some explosions and you know some you know some action and guys fighting with swords on rocks and. And uh, and Dwayne Johnson going out and spewing out one-liners, and Bruce Willis getting his last fifteen minutes of fame. Then hey, knock yourself out. Don't be talking shit on Bruce Willis to me. I like Bruce Willis, but come on, the guy's at his end of his career. He's got to get into. He was in the Expendables. He's got to get into GI Joe now. I recently saw Loopers and loved it. I, you know what? That's one movie I have not seen yet. I'll check it out. It, it was really once good. again. I be loving me. I be, I have been excessive with this. I be loving me stuff. You know because you have to get hip with what the children are saying now to be relevant. So if loving you is wrong, someone shouldn't be right. So, yeah. So I I be loving me these time travel movies. Yeah. I, love, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, two serious news stories. One serious the other really serious and, and now I'm, I'm gonna try to tone it down a little bit yeah go ahead today michael moody the son of the late paul bearer posted the following on his facebook page reacting to last night's closing segment of raw featuring the undertaker cm punk and paul Heyman. quote if anyone is wondering yes wwe did come to us wanting approval for tonight's storyline the way it was presented to us was okay Seeing it on the screen was a different story. I don't even know what to say. You, you know, I'm actually can't wait for this. To he, be approved it. he approved it. I it was out of taste. I'll give you that, but I, he approved it. You set yourself up. What did he expect the WWE would do? This is the same promotion that had a grown man take a snake to bite another man what did he honestly think was going to happen well yeah but you know we don't know the whole story obviously this is all i have on this not you like know, johnny ace was calling the shots at first we read that you know paul Barra, his family was okay with this yep and then now we hear that they're not so okay with it i, I just think 
I'm glad it'll be over after Sunday. I, I think there are a lot of wires crossed here. My, my thing, and I know Facebook went crazy today over this, people calling each other out. I don't have a problem with it because it seems to me they've isolated it to the more the urn than Paul Bearer himself. So I don't have too much of a problem with it, but I, I'm just glad when it'll set, be over. Set yourself up for this. If you're going to go and you've got a family member and you know that you're going to get put in this position, don't bloody do it. And I'm not... I. I'm not disrespecting the family of Paul Bear. Anytime you lose a family member, it's a very stressful time. And to have this happen, the timing of it was the, the timing of it was so dubious. And and to, to carry it over really, you know, uh, you know, Paul Bear is looking down on us and saying, you know, yep, I, I you know, I I'm still relevant. And really I hate to say it's the family's fault, but if you didn't want it you didn't want to do it, then you should have said something. You know, it's the WWE, you get what you get. Well, I mean, it's almost to me as if, you know, I'd love to be able to go to a parallel universe and see where would the storyline have go had he have gone had he not passed away? Um, Probably nowhere fast. You know, what was the original plan? I mean, they had to have... I but I don't think it would have been anywhere near as effective had he not passed away. What makes you really think about the divine order of things and how things happen and things happening for a reason and the yin and the yang and, and all that stuff that he would pass away and and we have this match set up for Mania, it makes you think. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything smart-ass about it simply because there, there really isn't anything to say, but... You, you set yourself up for this by the WWE if you allow this stuff to happen. Yeah, I, I see your point of view. I see your point of view. I, I think it, it's maybe they didn't expect what they were going to get. But like you said, you should expect it. You know what WWE is going to do. I mean, we had this is the promotion that had a grown man take a snake and bite another man. Well, Jesus, this is a promotion who had, I believe, Batista tell Chavo, you know, Eddie's in hell. <laughs> no, I, I can't even laugh at that. I mean, that's like, you know, they haven't gone this far. Oh. But I mean, oh, come man. on. Oh man. Well, hey, what can we say? Anyway, what what the other serious story? I mean, we come on. We've got it. We've got to keep it serious, and then we can get back to some fun here. All right. Uh, what I want Brass out to do? Cut the music, bro. Um, we're gonna get real serious here. Reed Flair. The 25-year-old son of two-time WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair so has passed away. So his, his cause of death has not been reported. Reed has been training to be a professional wrestler for quite a few years. Yeah. And this past January, traveled to Japan with his father, replacing him in the tag match after Rick was pulled out due to a leg injury. His sister, Ashley is under a WWE developmental deal down at NXT and works under the name of Charlotte. Reed has made several appearances in both WCW and WWE and was featured with the whole Fair Flamley, Fair Flair family, excuse me. Say that three times fast. The day after WrestleMania when WWE held the Ric Flair retirement party on Raw. Police officers responded to a call at the residence 
in South Park in Charlotte, Carolina, where they found an unresponsive reed flare in a hotel room around 10.35 a.m. According to the Charlotte Observer, preliminary investigations suggest there was no foul play involved, although the cause of death is still not known and won't be known until an autopsy is carried out. Rick- I'm sorry. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I did not mean to laugh just then, but Tennessee Cowgirl said something extremely inappropriate on the chat, which I can't. I can't even repeat. But anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Rick Flair's agent, Melinda Morris Zanoni of Legacy Talent and Entertainment, issued a statement. We are heartbroken to confirm that Rick's son, Reed Flair, has passed away on March 29th, 2013 in Charlotte, North Carolina. The investigation into the cause of death is ongoing. Reed was 25 and an incredible son, brother, friend, and professional wrestler. No words can describe the grief that Rick and his family are experiencing, and they do request privacy during this devastating time. So... Yeah, we're we're not gonna I'm, we're not gonna say anything smart ass about this. We're not going to. Uh, I'm sorry. When you bury your son, I can't. I mean, I have three boys myself. I can't imagine burying one of them before my time. Um, I, I had somebody come up to me and say and ask me if this was the if this was God's price for Ric Flair's fame, and uh, and that kind of hit me. Um, you know, it's, it, yeah, you may say it's inappropriate, but once again, it comes back to, you know, the, the order of the universe. The bottom line is, is, is Reed is gone and that is a tragedy. And this is something you don't go and pound back a couple of beers and wake up the next day and it's all better. This is something that Rick's going to have to deal with for forever. And, um, you know, all we can do here at the SNS Radio Network and, and Wrestling News Live and all our listeners is, is wish nothing but uh, our condolences to Ric Flair and his family. Um, I, I would be curious to know uh, what the cause of death was. Reed Flair, irregardless what you may think of the man, he was no saint himself, but you, 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 you don't, it's not cool to die when you're 25. You know, right. It's, it's not. I was walking home from the train at work today, and I was thinking about this. I was thinking about the show, as I usually do several hours before it goes on. And I was thinking about Reed, and I say to myself, you know, I'm, I'm 35, and I'd like to hope, like to think that I've got more days ahead of me than I do behind me. But when you, man, when you hear about a kid, Yep. 25 years old yep. you know, and a kid who I'm sure went through a lot of physicals, you know, in, to be able to wrestle. Uh, some people are talking about some people ask me, why didn't WWE have a tribute Monday night? Well, a uh, maybe, you know, they don't know the extent, maybe because he's never he hasn't been in WWE yet, really. And maybe because Rick does want to keep this private and maybe there is some extraneous circumstances here that we don't know about. I mean, nothing, no parent 
as much crap as we've talked about Ric Flair, and I've poked fun at Ric Flair on the network, we all have, just because of the lifestyle he lives. But you know what? I'd wish someone death before I'd wish the death of their child. That's, I can't even imagine it. No, it's and you're absolutely right. You know, it's not. I, I said it. It's not cool to die at 25. You know, when you're 85, 90, and you got your family around you, you know, then it's cool to die. It's it's not uh, uh, burying a, a child is is so tragic. We just had a, a five year old with a genetic disorder um, uh, pass away uh, here uh, in the area, and it's and it's it's heartbreaking. You know, you look at a life that is so young and so full of promise, and, and you ask yourself why. We don't know why. We won't know why until we get there ourselves. But um, what happens from here? You know, uh, the flair, you know, the consummate professional, say what you will about his annex, but, um, you know, I, he'll, he'll get through this. And why wouldn't the WWE do anything? Well, really, he wasn't, he wasn't you know, contracted. He wasn't on, you know... People wouldn't see Reed Flair once again. Go back to the Rocky, uh, the, the Rocky syndrome. You know, it's the you, 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 the, the son that got a job because of the name. It's it, it, I'm sure Reed Flair was was a strong performer. I've never seen the man wrestle, and I'm certainly not going to you know do anything to desecrate desecrate on his grave. But um, he wasn't a saint. He did have some demons. I hope those demons didn't play into what happened, but. It doesn't change the fact that the the man is gone, and and that's a fact. Yeah, there's not much really else we can say. I mean, it's just you know we we man this business. You know, it's it's just one of the things about being a wrestling fan. It's it's this business tends to take them young too often, too many times, and we we deal with it. You know, we just we have to deal with it. It happens. But twenty five, man. I like to think that. You know, when you pass on, I like to think that somewhere there's this big, giant wrestling promotion with all former wrestling talent that puts on shows. I know this is going to sound silly, but I really like to think that. And, uh, you know, heaven picked up a great developmental talent. And uh, and he's going to be missed. You can't... 25 years... 25 years doesn't seem like much. You, you know what? Why I think this one is affecting me so much, and, and, and it's, this is going to sound funny, but I remember seeing him in WCW when he was a little boy. Yeah. And, and that's what I think is bothering me about this is I saw him as a kid, and, and I say to myself, wow, he was 11, 12 years old in those WCW angles, and now he's you know, 25, and it makes me feel old. So, you know... In any event, obviously, our hearts and, you know, our prayers go out to the Flair family. Absolutely. I don't know how you get through this, but like you said, Flair's a strong guy. He's been through a lot of stuff, and, and hopefully he'll pull through. But, guys, when we come back, we're going to try to get a little more upbeat. We're going to take your phone calls. We're going to break down the WrestleMania card, and we're going to take your emails at WNLshow at Yahoo.com. I'll try to read a few emails before we get out of here. But with all the news out of the way, the raw recap out of the way, it's time to look forward to Mania, and we'll do that when we come back with more Wrestling News Live right here on the SNS Radio Network. (laughs) 
Howdy folks, this is good old J.R. Jim Ross of the WWE, and you're listening to Wrestling News Live. Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and, of course, some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, www.headlocks2headlines.com. of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. and each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. You're listening to Wrestling News Live. TNA Impact Wrestling fan? Are you looking for a show that talks about TNA Wrestling? Then tune in to TNA Chat Live every Thursday night starting at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on the SNS Radio Network with the Bronx Father, Tony J. Mirabella, as he reviews the latest episode of Impact Wrestling and takes your phone calls to get your thoughts on the state of TNA Wrestling. Are you ready to cross that line? On the SNS Radio Network. And if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. What's up, guys and gals? Sensational Sequel, Sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and Ashley, yes, that is his name, on the open book. Every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll catch us doing... Video games, the open book, fantasy, EFET, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at SNSRadioNetwork.com. Come check us out. Every Thursday, the SNS Radio Network gets in the ring and starts running the ropes. When I want, I, okay, I, want, I caught SmackDown again. I caught she- I skipped Sheffield's gimmick, and I couldn't help but to think that his new gimmick sounds like an Arby's 
uh, roast beef sandwich. Join Brian Maverick Bertrand and Chris Kelly from HeadlocksHeadlines.com as they talk about every random thing going on within the WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, and the NorCal Independency. Running the Ropes also features interviews with stars from the past. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog Jesse James. Present. What's going on? This is Kazarian. And this is the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. And future. Hey guys, it's Rima Fakis. And so much more. So join the guys every week on Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, and you're listening to WML Radio. Everybody's got a price. All right, we're back with more Wrestling News Live on the SNS Radio Network. A very special Monday night myself, and for the first time ever, the power Andy Knowles joining me here on the five-day countdown to WrestleMania 29. Andy, what's going on? You're welcome. You're welcome. The intellectual savior of the SNS Radio Network. You're welcome. So I got to call you that now. The intellectual you know, savior. It was, it was the higher power that came up with it. Wow. Okay. She came up with it. I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't think I don't think I'm as pompous as, as Sandow. Apparently, my wife seems to think so. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I read a lot. I, I just don't, I, I just don't see. I don't have a beard. I certainly don't look like Sandow. But apparently, my wife thinks that the closest professional wrestler to my, my attributes and and my, uh, uh, my personality is Damian Sandow. So, fine. If, hey, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I guess. I'd agree with that. I, knowing you as well as I do, I'd have to agree with that. Did you see this thing on the Bleacher Report uh, regarding the fact that uh, Mick Foley, Booker T, and Bob Backlund will be left off the uh, TV special for the Hall of Fame? You know, doesn't this fucking company have enough money? I mean, really, you know, it pisses me off every year. And I know JJ's going to the Hall of Fame, which is awesome. But, you know, I want to see the Hall of Fame. You've got to buy the WrestleMania DVD to get the whole thing. I mean, Vince McMahon already has more money than fucking all the countries in the world combined. Just show the fucking thing. Like, if you ask USA for three hours of airtime, they won't give it to you to to show the Hall of Fame in its entirety. Shit, tack it on to the pay-per-view. I'm sure people, you're raising the price of the pay-per-view. Yeah. So you know what? To, to make people a little more complacent, throw in the unedited Hall of Fame before that. Come on. Saying WrestlingInc.com is reporting that only three inductions will be televised when the one-hour special airs. This year's one-hour WWE Hall of Fame special will air Tuesday, April the 9th, 10 p.m. on the USA Network. Dave Meltzer noted on the uh, on an episode of Wrestling Observer Radio that only the inductions of Bruno San Martino, Trish Stratus, and Donald Trump would be televised. That means that Booker T, Bob Backlund, and most shockingly Mick Foley will be left off of the television special. Now wait a minute, hold on, stop. We're not going to see Bob Backlund and Mick Foley, but we're going to see 
the human fucking toupee, Donald Trump. Are you kidding me, WWE? Seriously, are you fucking kidding me? We're going to see this overzealous right-wing bastard come out and accept his award so Vince McMahon, who I'm not sure if that's officially who's going to induct him, can come out on his walker and you're going to deny us those legends unless we spend more money on the, on the DVD? Fuck you. This means Booker T, Bob Ackland, most shockingly Mick Foley, to be left off of television. One of the WWE's choices for televised induction is questionable. Bruno San Martino was an obvious choice for a TV slot, especially being inducted by Arnold Schwarzenegger. With the WWE trying pathetically hard to appeal to mainstream audiences and sell themselves as still being hip, cool, and relevant, it also makes sense that they'd air the induction of Donald Trump. However... The logic of a Trish Stratus televised induction is flawed. Trish is a seven-time women's champion and was named Diva of the Decade by the WWE, but no one could possibly argue that she had a greater influence on the business than Mick Foley or Booker T or Bob Backlund, for that matter. Mick is a former three-time WWE champion and, more importantly, was one of the reasons the WWE had such a massive surge in popularity in the mid-late 90s. Stratus's impact on the business is certainly worth recognition, but does not come close to matching McFoley's. Fans of Booker T and Bob Backlund could rightfully argue the same thing. One is a six-time world champion, and the other has the third longest cumulative days as WWE champion behind only San Martino and Hulk Hogan. To be fair to the WWE, it does also make sense that they wouldn't televise both Backlund and San Martino's induction given that they both occupy similar old-school positions in their class. The WWE obviously and rightfully want the third induction to be someone from the modern era of wrestling, one that all fans will recognize. Again, Stratus's achievements shouldn't be slighted, but they simply aren't as great as those of Foley and Booker T. It's possible that the WWE was looking for variety when choosing which inductions to televise, but it's still staggering for Foley to be forgotten. It's known, too, that Stephanie McMahon will be the one to induct Trish Stratus. With the recent news that Vince McMahon himself will induct Donald Trump, perhaps the WWE is looking to emphasize the family-run nature of their business. Of course, the ceremony takes place the night before WrestleMania and will be televised two days after. Hopefully, officials change their mind on this between now and then. Highly unlikely. I have a headache hearing all that. I mean, mean, this is just complete bullshit. First of all, Trish Stratus, okay, yeah, she's not San Martino, she's not Foley, I get that, okay, I understand. But she was your most, one of your most prominent women during the Attitude Era. I would argue her and Lita really set the bar. Just, you know, I'm not going to shit on the Bleacher Report, but just show the whole thing, okay? Just show it. I mean, God. We got to spend money on DVDs for every goddamn thing, and you're not going to have Foley? One of the guys who I was looking very forward to seeing being inducted, Foley is one of my favorites. I am one of the biggest Mick Foley marks on the planet. This is complete, utter bullshit, selfishness, stupidity, because I guarantee you a three-hour Hall of Fame, unedited, would get ratings. I agree. Just come on, really? I mean, this is just bottom-feeding crap. 
And next on the Wrestling News Live radio program. <laughs> screw WWE. But in the oh, screw them all. Screw this sport. To hell with it. In any event, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to break down the mania card. All right. Why don't we do that? Let's talk about it. I mean, it is, it is just a few days away after all. But while we do it, let's open up the phone lines, 501-588-7957. Once again, 501-588-7957. Long distance charges may apply. You can add Sunday Night Showdown to your Skype. Um, just so everyone knows, Phil wanted me to let everyone know the... 800 number is not working, the toll-free number. The reason it's not working is because some asshole decided to call it excessively from a place where they shouldn't have been calling it and ran up a huge bill. Way to go, A. Way to go, A. Way to screw it for everybody else. You know, guys, I'm not going to go into detail on this. It's just that, you know... don't be trolls. I mean, I deal with it a lot of times on the Facebook page. I deal with it in emails. I deal with it all the time. When we when we work hard to give you something, don't abuse it. And now because you abused it, it's gone. And, and that's just a goddamn shame. You know, I spoke to, to Brass, uh, Brass. Why do I keep getting these two mixed up? I spoke to Mindwipe's going to kill me. Mindwipe earlier. And I mean, it's just come on, guys. Just, just stop. If we tell you it's only for the Can't U.S., we all just get along. No, uh, apparently we can't. But I- I'm not going to go into this as far as I want to. Just guys, please, you know, people out there who want to troll, just go away, disappear, fade into the darkness. We don't need you. You can also send an email to wnlshow at yahoo dot com. Just go away. We don't need you. You're irrelevant. Nobody gives a damn about you. I mean, it just pisses me off. You know, when you try to, you try to give things to the listeners and 99.999% of our listeners are the best people on earth. Absolutely. We, we love, you know, ELE, man, everybody love everybody. But I mean, it, it's just, when I read shit like that today, it screws. When I think of all the filth and the crap that's going on in the chat room. <sighs> makes me want to write a very stern letter to their parents. Well, the chat room's always crazy. But, man, I'll tell you, WrestleMania 29, you know, it's funny, Andy. I haven't felt... How so? How is it funny, T? I haven't felt as much controversy towards a mania as I have this year. There are a lot of people, our listeners, who are saying that they're stoked for it. Yep. And there are a lot of people who are saying they're really not feeling it. it it's very split this year, my friend. It's it's uh, it's a unique mania. I think the sport needs this. I think, uh, you know, as much as I don't like part-time wrestlers and part-time champions, I think we need this mania to sort of get us back on track to the way things need to be. And I'm looking forward to it. I, I Big matches at WrestleMania this year. Big main event matches whether you like the part-time wrestlers or not yeah i mean it's got me personally i'm more leaning towards i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be good i want it to be good for jj and harmony i want it to be good for everyone i am so jealous of jj and harmony going to wrestlemania i mean ladies and gentlemen think about it tickets from calgary 
Are they flying? Now, here, here was my question to JJ, which I wanted to pose. Are they flying from Calgary to New York City and then hopping the taxi over, or did they fly from Calgary to Ottawa and then take a, uh, uh, take a jumper down to New York City? I'd be curious if they got a direct flight. That is not cheap. All right, take it from somebody who's traveled cross country. That is not cheap. You want the cheap tickets, you got to book months and months in advance. And forget about what they're going to be paying down here. In 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 your first off, did somebody did somebody tell JJ that he can't? Oh, actually, he can get the big gulp down here because they haven't banned that yet. You got the judge who threw that out, so they'll be okay as far as drinking is concerned. Well, yeah, because our our mayor is such a bottom feeder that you know he has to you know, reach up to drink fucking sewer water. But, you know, yeah, I mean, definitely. But I know when I spoke to JJ, he mentioned part of the trip would involve a slingshot. So I think they went the cheaper route. <laughs> I'd, I'd be curious to know, and I'd be curious to know what they flew. I just, as somebody who flies commercially in Canada, I just, it's, it's things like that that get me interested. But anyway, let's digress. Big matches at WrestleMania. Let's go ahead. Let's start with the pre-show, and let's take a look. Intercontinental Championship match for the belt. Wade Barrett to defend against the man who shall remain nameless. Your thoughts? Uh, I I would have to say that Barrett retains. I mean, it would totally kill it for me if you had a title change on a pre-show like that. But but who knows? I mean, the IC title is pretty much in the sewer. But Andy, we're gonna we're gonna allow someone to enter our little world here our alternate universe and ironically it's all about new york tonight latino what's up my brother yeah what's going on guys what's going on latino uh not much not much just a big weekend coming up in wrestling in general and um i'm kind of in the middle as far as wrestlemania goes um there are parts that i'm looking forward to and there are some that i'm not but uh, regardless of that, I'm still going to watch it anyways. Uh, hopefully, I'll watch it uh, on the big screen, on the big HD screen. Um, obviously, the main match that I'm looking forward to is definitely the Pug Taker match. I'm liking the way they've been doing this since they started this. And it's funny that today, the whole I- some of the IWC exploded... You know, thinking that, oh, they went over the top. Oh, they crossed the line. Oh, how can they do that? And these are the same people that want the Attitude Era back. These are the same people that would that took a man and had his snake bite another man. Yes. Exactly. It's the apocalypse, I'm telling you. <laughs> the apocalypse is upon us, Latino. How will well. we survive after WrestleMania? I think we've gotten a little bit more resensitized. Now, I don't know if that's a word. I know desensitized is where, you know, you obviously just don't care. But we're so used to PG that when they pull something crazy like this out, we forget about Katie Vick. You know, we forget about, you know, all the times guys were Katie Vick, who's she? Katie Vick, who's she? You know who Katie Vick is. So I'm just saying, I think that when they do...
do do something that's a little bit over the top. See, my thing is I'm okay with it because they're making it more about the urn than the death. They're using the prop. That's why I'm okay with it. Yeah, I would agree completely. And, you know, as you guys said earlier, you know, I think people are, they're just too damn sensitive. And it's like, look, it's, it's not real. Yeah, but who do you th- whose sense. fault is that, Latino? Who's, who's at fault? Is it the WWE for not properly putting the programming out in such a way that the low-information fan can understand it? Or is it the lack of information? Is it, is it the fan's fault for not reaching out to try to become more knowledgeable about the product? Because mm. that's what you have to look at. You can... You know, my my kids will watch WrestleMania, and although they know it's as choreographed as a five year old ballet, they they get so in, involved in the action. But they're they're you know they're smart kids. They know what they're seeing. But when you get the low information fan who isn't properly fed what they need to know to understand the storyline, and then they're scratching their head, well, whose fault is that? I would main I would maintain that it is the WWE's fault and not necessarily the fan. And that kind of goes to what you're saying. I can I can understand your point that you're trying to say, but uh the main thing that I'm thinking is mostly the IWC because they're the one that knows what's going on, you know, they get the information and yet some of them they still get pissed that you know, oh they they're going over the top. And yet, this is the same people that demanding that they want the attitude ever back. And yet, when they give something to that extent, they get mad at it. It's like, make your damn decision. Like, what do you want? Do you want it back or not? Even though it's I not going to happen, but it's it's you know. not. But I would I would maintain that there has to be some level of responsibility by an a reasonably a reasonably educated professional wrestling fan to go out and and. And don't don't listen. You talk about the IWC. For God's sakes, don't listen to what I say and take it as gospel, or what Trey says, or what uh, 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 T says, or what JJ says. Don't take it for what we say. Go out and find out for yourself. We're going to give you the information as we see it, but there's nobody says that we're gods in the information industry. You have to go out and you've you've got to you've got to. I've always advocated you need to find the truth. And if if the if if your if your favorite part of the sport is getting dumped on, you know I want the attitude. I you know what I would very much like to see a return. You want to talk about things that I would like to see? I would very much like to see a return to time limits. I would very much like to see a return to proper ring announcing. I would very much like to see a return to interviews after matches, which was very prevalent in the eighties, seventies. 60s. I, I know those things are gone. We have to evolve as a sport. So well, sometimes, and, and this goes back, now let me take it one step further, T, and I'll, 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 let, I'll let you respond to this. But I take it one step further, and that this is what the WWE is trying to do. They realize that they're in trouble. They realize that they need to pull these part-time guys back to get the fans like me, who grew up watching these guys, to go and grab the family, to take the money, to buy the tickets, to get the kids over there. Hey, guess what, kids? I watched him when I was your age. And then the kids get involved in the new characters, the new storylines, and then eventually it will carry itself 
forward, but the WWE went too far, too fast, and shoving some of these NXT kids down our throat, and now they're paying for it. Well, I mean, Cowgirl makes a great point in the chat room. She says, you know, Taker putting Austin on the crucifix. Nowadays, people are really, you know, too sensitive. And Mays says it's 50-50, and I think it is. I think it's very divided between people who think they went too far and people like me who are, you know, okay with it. And as far as Moody's family, I, I, but how can you take it? How can you take it too far when you have the WWE and, and what they got going on right now with Swagger and Dirty Dutch Mantel and the storyline that they've been spinning? And they make it mainstream. They have the low-information wrestling fan in the palm of their hands. And yet the mainstream media picks it up and goes complete. And like I said, love, love, be loving me some back and some Joe Pags. But they get it completely wrong, completely 100% wrong. And as a result, the sport suffers. They had a tremendous opportunity here to really educate low-information fans, and they didn't. Latino, go ahead. Well, speaking of that match, I wouldn't be surprised if that title match opens up the show, opens up the pay-per-view like they have the last two WrestleManias. Oh, God, I hope not. I think I, it will happen. Yeah, I really hope not. I, you know, well, it, I mean, it's bad enough. You know, they got Maurice's boyfriend and, uh, and, and the Intercontinental Champion starting things off. Um, you know, where, where, do you go, where do you go from there? Maybe that's an omen, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe that's an omen as to what this card's going to be, with uh, with the Intercontinental Championship starting off the starting off the card. I I don't know. I I think what you're going to see, if I'm going to go in match order, I'm thinking you're, they're going to kind of they're going to go Taker Punk. I'm thinking they'll go Taker Punk, and uh, from that point, no, I'm sorry, Brock Triple H Taker Punk. And then get into the uh, WWE uh, title match to end. I th- I don't think you can leave. I don't think you can have that start. Oh, I don't know. I- I'm kind of thinking Taker Punk might end it. You know, some uh, uh, Anthony says that maybe the tag team title match will start the show. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, it-, it wouldn't be the first time. You know, put two title matches back to back. They got to get the crowd going, and they don't have money in the bank anymore to do it. Which is another thing I'm disappointed. I, I I liked Money in the Bank at WrestleMania. Agree. But anyway, anything else? Uh, anything else for us, Latino? Uh, yeah, just a couple of things. Um, the the Brock and uh, Triple H thing that's going on. Um, at first, I wasn't looking forward to it, but uh, seeming as the way they were going as the weeks go by, I'm actually looking forward to that match. And. I'm kind of hoping it was it's going to be like a just a crazy brawl uh, for that match, and um, it seems like Triple H is going to go over. I think that's you know that it's going to happen. There's no doubt about that. Um, the Rock Cena match. I mean, there's people that saying that um, that Rock's going to win, and you know they're still saying, oh, you know Cena's going to turn heel, you know blah blah blah, and. Anytime I just see that or read it or hear about it, I just laugh at that because there's just no fucking way that's going to happen. No, there's. I mean, there's, I, I know people want it, but it's just not going to happen. There's more of a chance of me getting a date with Mickey James 
<laughs> than um than than that happening. Um once again, low information professional wrestling fan. Uh, not realizing that Cena got his rear end happen, uh, handed to him last year and must redeem himself at this pay-per-view. You got anything else for us, Latino, tonight? Uh, yeah, one last quick thing. Uh, other than WrestleMania, obviously the the other stuff that I'm looking forward to is a lot of independent shows that are going on this weekend. Uh, a lot of different companies doing their own shows. Uh, Chikara, Ring of Honor, Giant Gate USA, uh, ZZW and all these other shows. Uh, the big weekend that's going on. They're going to have a lot of great shows. I'm looking forward to see that. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about that on this week's uh, whole indie show. So you're definitely going to check that out. And Andy, uh, great to see you again. Go ahead. What's that, Latino? I'm sorry, we didn't catch uh, that. I was just going to say, cheap plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what were you saying, uh, Latino, before, before T uh, rudely interrupted you? Yeah, that was rude, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it, was ter- it was terribly rude, terribly rude. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, Andy, uh, great to hear you once again. And I'm kind of hoping you come back, you know, do the ring wind or do something else. Cause, uh, I like oh, you don't want me answer. back. Oh, come on now. It's you entertaining, man. Come on. I'm the last guy you want on this network. What are you talking about? Do you realize I was the most hated man on the previous network that I was on prior to this? The That's most hated fair. man. Loved every minute of it. But I, I appreciate the kind words, Latino. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, uh, looking forward for WrestleMania and SNS as well. So with that being said, take it easy, guys. All right. Peace. Yeah, I'm just here. You know, hello. And you're doing a hell of a job, T. You know, you get all the compliments and, oh, uh, okay, Bronx is here, you know. They like me. They really like me. But I mean, I, I can't. I can't help it. What I, 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 what do you want? I can't help it if I'm great. But I mean, no one even gets my name right. <laughs> no one even gets. Uh, I mean, it's like I've threatened to leave the network so many times now. Mirabella, you have to pronounce it right. You know what? What you need to do is we need to find somebody who can. Uh, we need to find somebody who can who can sing your praises, T. So let's go to, uh, let's go, who do we want to talk to here? Let's go to uh, line two. Go ahead. You're on Wrestling News Live. Well, if anyone's going to sing the praises of the new Don Mirabella, it should be the original Don Juan of the SNS. Guys, it's been a long time. How you doing? What's going on? Damn, bro. What's up? (laughs) Nothing much. See, first time I get to work early enough to hear the show, and lo and behold, the power himself co-hosting. It's a pleasure for me to hear the power on the airwaves once again. (laughs) Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I, I wanna I wanna talk a bit on I know a lot of people have spoken about it and it's I wanna I wanna be very apparent with it. I'm gonna see Mania. I wanted to go to Mania, but I'm not paying for cheap seats if I can't see the damn ring. Right. You know, people have been like, Oh, why don't you go to the nosebleeds? I'm like, No. If I can't see what the hell is going on, I, if I'm gonna watch it on a big screen at MetLife, I'd rather watch it on my big screen at home. It's better seats. Absolutely. <laughs> but the build yeah, everyone. Look, WrestleMania is going to be a great show. None of the performers at WrestleMania are going to disappoint. Even the probably the match that everyone's cringing about on the card, Jericho and Johnny Curtis. I'm not going to give him his gimmick's name. Thank you. You know, 
that even that's going to be a great match because Johnny has the in-ring ability and Jericho is Jericho. But everyone has a point, and Mace has made the point on the on the page a lot. The build for this year's WrestleMania has been shitty. It has. It it literally, I think the WWE has turned into one of these companies where it's just like, you know what? Everyone's gonna go anyway. They're gonna buy the, the pay-per-view anyway. We just need to literally put they've turned into Nintendo. Every year they turn out a new WrestleMania, like Nintendo turns out a new system. It's the same shit with different color on the same stick. And people I, are gonna I agree buy with, it anyway. I agree with you. It, we've become so ingrained. If you don't buy any pay-per-views for the entire year, you are somehow you have it ingrained in your DNA now that you will buy Mania. I mean, I, I will buy Mania. And I watched maybe 15, 20 minutes of Raw last night. It's, it's, it's becoming a tradition along with the Super Bowl, um, along with the World Series. It's, it's becoming something now that is Americana. And you just, you just do it. And uh, I, I, I would agree. I, I think that you could have gone the entire year and not watched any Raw or SmackDown or NXT and buy this pay-per-view on Sunday and still be entertained. It's, it's terrible. I mean, I feel bad that Alex, uh, that, um, that, um, oh, wow. I, he, he hasn't, he's been on TV so little. I'm forgetting his name. Um, Zach Ryder. <laughs> I, I feel bad he couldn't even get his match against catering that he has to fight at access. I feel really bad for him. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, if, if, you, if Curtis could get on the card, then, you know, why couldn't Long Island IZ? Uh, you know, I feel like yeah. the matches are going to be great. I, I think, you know, look, just along with a lot of the people, I want there to be a Cena heel turn. I know there's not going to be a Cena heel turn. Um, I, I pray, I'm going to pray literally up to the minute Mania goes off the air that there will be a heel turn. Um, let's, let's, let, let, us, let us pray. L- yes, let there, us pray. But I, I, I have God a feeling heaven, there's just not going to be. So much. Dear God in heaven who I love so much, uh, please God, be at WrestleMania, be with all the competitors, and please... Let John Cena turn heel. Thank you, God. I'll do anything you yep. want if you make this happen. I, I literally would. I literally would. I would. Uh, and, and Bronx, you're going to kill me for this comment. I'd watch TNA for a year straight. Nonstop. Every day. With shitty Hogan and Bischoff booking. If, if, if Cena would have turned heel. Um, it's. I think the only real thing I have to really gripe about with Mania is what they're presenting at the Hall of Fame on television on Tuesday. When I read the report that it's, that it's going to be Bruno, great. Trish, who wouldn't want to see Trish on television? And, and then well, no, Trump, wait, I'm going to stop you there on the Trish Stratus. I, I, I love Trish Stratus. She's Canadian. She's from Ontario. A lot of great-looking Canadian girls come from Ontario and my home province of British Columbia. But I'm sorry... I, I am not liking the I am not liking the brunette, Trish Stratus. Not like no, her. I love I love Trish as a, bron- as a blonde in my in my in my own otherworldly fantasy. She's always a blonde, <laughs> but you know what can I do? I mean, put it to you like this: I don't mind seeing Trish on television because the only I mean, besides the besides the returning Bellas, who there's just something wrong with them now. And plus, since one of them's dating one of my favorite wrestlers in Daniel Bryan, I really no longer have much attraction to them. It's kind of like they've become persona non grata. <laughs> but 
the only woman who makes me watch divas action on television is AJ, and I want to kidnap her myself. See, you 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 be loving jailbait. You know, admit it. You be loving you some jailbait. Admit it. Hey, AJ is actually. I think me and AJ are almost about the same age. I mean, I'll be twenty six the day after WrestleMania. My birthday's the day after Mania. Show me a birth so, certificate. As far as I'm concerned, she's 14 and a half. She might be, but I mean, I mean, I, I miss the days when there were divas that could run out of the locker room that I literally was, I couldn't watch the TV anymore or else I'd have a, a, a medical emergency. Even my sons know she's jailbait, okay? Even Power <laughs> Red, who has just walked into the studio, knows that she's like 12 and a half. Okay? Wait a minute. First of all, I agree with everything you said about the Hall of Fame. Okay, I, I've just let Andy go here because he's on a roll. But I agree. You know, give it to us, man. J- just, just let us see it in its entirety. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. I, I, I gotta agree with that. It, it, it's so. You're gonna make a billion dollars off WrestleMania between the pay-per-view buys that you've increased the price on between the tickets you've sold between the DVDs you're going to release. You want to make your hall of fame legit. Don't charge for it. No one else does. I mean, even that, if you're going to, here's, here's, here's another option. If you're only going to show those three on television, then don't announce the people you're going to not show on broadcast television to the crowds that watch your broadcast television shows because we as fans are going to want to see i don't i can give i can care less about what trump has to say if i cared about what donald trump had to say i'd watch the apprentice but i don't i I, I can i care less about what he has to say i care more about hearing what foley and terry funk have to say i care more about seeing a harlem heat reunion on my television screen i care more about seeing bob backland Okay, I see. I care more about that than I do about Donald Trump. I would even take all of them if you gave me all of them and then Bruno and even took Trish off. No offense. I wouldn't be that mad about it. You know, I'm still a little bit upset that Steph's inducting her. I would have preferred Lita. I would have preferred Mickey James. They should have had Mickey James induct her, for God's sake. They had one of the best women's matches of all time at WrestleMania. You're right, but the fact is, I mean, I don't know, especially after the lawsuit, could they have gotten her from TNA? I doubt it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, after that, I mean, we got, we got Rick to come over from TNA, which, by the way, brings me to a point. Is Rick going to be able to make access considering the tragedy? I mean, I, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. I would, I would be surprised certainly doubt it. I, I don't I, think you're going to see him. And it and it's it's sad. I mean, I remember seeing Reed, uh, you know, seeing Reed on television. I've been watching a lot of the old, a lot of the older Hall of Fame videos on YouTube, and you see Reed in the crowd every time they cut away. And it was a it's a tragedy. I know I've met Flair on two occasions, uh, once with his family, um, and it's you know it's I feel for him really badly. Uh, Flair, Flair's a guy that you know, regardless of what he he's done after his match against Sean to sully his wrestling career or however people may think of his personal life. I'm a young guy. You know, Trey has said it. You know, other guys on this, you know, network have said it. I'm a very old wrestling soul. I've always been, even though I'm only 25, a horseman mark for like my entire life. It gives me goosebumps to just hear the horseman's music, to think of Flair, to think of the tragedy that he's going through. It hurts as a fan. 
Um, I remember the days. I remember the days when they didn't have any music. The only person that had music was Flair. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know, it's uh, you know, I, I feel like this weekend's going to be great. I'm a New York resident. I live in New York. I'm going to Access in Jersey. I'm going to you know experience my first WrestleMania. I'm not going. Are to Are you Mania. and JJ going to go hang out? You going to try looking for JJ? See if you can find him in Harmony. I would like. To, I mean, you know, Bronx doesn't live too far from me. He literally lives like maybe four train stops away from me. I thought yes. this, this is where I got confused. I thought that I thought that that JJ and Harmony were staying at your place, and then you know you were all going to go hit Mania together. But I guess now JJ doesn't like you, and that's not happening anymore. Well, I've got a New York apartment, so my room is limited. You know, you can go and you get some New York pizza, you know, some real New York pizza. I mean, you got to get some New York pizza. You got to go find a restaurant that has like two tables in it with like one chair on each side. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, we can't, we can't take them to the high class. We can't take them out to Brooklyn and go to Grimaldi's. Can't take them out there. You know, that's, you know, that's, that's high price New York pizza. You know, you want to, you want to get the, the good stuff, the 99 cents pizza. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that's the. Uh, I mean, yeah, Bronx lives. Bronx lives really close to me. Um, so I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be against finally meeting up with the outlaw of wrestling radio, um, and 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 harmony and all of them. It'd be great, um, you know. But I mean, it's, I'm going to experience my first WrestleMania as a fan going to Mania, um, and I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to access actually this Thursday because uh, apparently. The headliners were going to be Punk and, and Flair, but now I just is going to be Punk by himself. Yeah, um, you know, which is great for me because at the time before you know the tragedy that happened with Flair, it's, you know, my greatest, the, my favorite wrestler of all time as a kid being Flair. Um, you know, even though I had a WWF affinity for the Hitman, and you know, my favorite current wrestler in CM Punk. And let me just say this, if I can get on my soapbox for a minute. For yeah, all of you guys who are bitching and complaining about what happened yesterday on Raw, deal with it. Because no one was bitching and complaining during the Attitude Era. Right on, right on, right on, right on. It's, okay. it's simple. None of us were bitching and complaining during the Attitude Era. And okay. yes, Bronx has said it. Power said it tonight. There were worse things that happened. During the this from a promotion ever. where a man takes a snake and the snake bites another man. And then dies a few days later. <laughs> You're too apparently, apparently Savage was the first Chuck Norris. Absolutely. I mean, this, upset, man? This, is, this, is, this, is, this was nothing. Yesterday, you know, it would have been different if those were really Moody's ashes. And we know that. WWE is not going to stoop that low. It would have been different. Then we could all bitch and complain, and I'd be right along with you. But like it said, wasn't. It wouldn't have surprised me if McMahon had dug up, dug up a relative, cremated the relative, and that would have been the ashes. It wouldn't have surprised me. I mean, this is, I mean, this is, this is a man who kidnapped his own daughter, sacrificed his own daughter. Oh, wait, let's not get into the fact that they – didn't they actually have a drugging and kidnapping angle with Triple H and Stephanie? Hmm. Oh. I think that's actually against the law. You know, well, you I know didn't. What they were doing when they were when they were busting when the four horsemen were busting Dusty Rhodes' hand with a baseball bat. There were there were uh, fans of the National Wrestling Alliance that were calling the local cops, wanting to get uh, wanting to get the Andersons and uh, Flair and uh, Tully arrested. Exactly. Do, 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 do those you boys remember? Days, man, those were the boys. Remember Eddie Guerrero 
strapping China to a chair and breaking her fingers with a hammer. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, the rubber, the rubber hand, because the fingers were oh. like bouncing back and forth. Oh yeah. Do, do, do we? Do we? Are we? Are we? The, are we still the same fans who remember Kai and Tai slicing off Val Venus's penis? Oh hell yeah. Okay, I, I that don't was. Remember. Oh, Bronx, you missed one of the probably one of the funniest and gruesome things in WWF television. Hello, ladies. You know, I I feel like, you know, we bitch and complain. We bitch and complain that we want the Attitude Era back. But then when we get things that toe the line, we want to get all PC. And look, everyone's entitled to their opinion. There are some things that just I, I look at it and I'm like, what the hell? But that wasn't. That was great. I mean, look. I'm along with everyone. I'm along with everyone. I would like to see how different the storyline would have been had William Moody not passed away. I will sum up the Attitude Era for you in one simple sentence. Updated Intercontinental Championship belt. That defines the entire Attitude Era. That's why, in my opinion, it wasn't as great as some of the other eras. There were some great things coming out of the Attitude Era, but, but making that disco belt Intercontinental Championship trophy just ruined everything. It did. It did. I mean, you know what? If anyone has a problem with it, let's call Harley Race, send them over, and see if they have a problem with it anymore. Because right. Harley Race fixes all problems. All right. So you're gonna you're gonna go to Mania. You're gonna go to Access, and you're gonna post some pictures up on the Facebook. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. I'm gonna go. I mean, it's gonna be my second uh, my second pro wrestling event as an adult. I went to a few as a child. Uh, I remember the first WWF event I went to in Madison Square Garden. The Godwins were still wrestling. Um. So it's going to be my second one as an adult. I went to the FWE show with Sandro uh, about a month ago. So um, yeah, I'm going to go, and it's going to it's going to be great. And I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to you know I'm going to see see what's going on because your challenge is to find JJ in Harmony. That's going to be your challenge. I want you to walk around and just go just look for you know what they look like because JJ and Harmony have their their pictures posted on the Facebook page, so you know who you're looking for. So your challenge is going to be to find JJ. And uh, in harmony at the event, take a picture with them and post it on Facebook. That's my mission. If I choose to accept it, guys, we got calls rolling in. I'm told. So, all right, so we've got to go ahead. We've got to let you go. But thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. You guys, not a problem. Great to hear you guys on Bronx. Keep up the good work, man. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank all you. right, guys. Line three, wrestling news live. Go ahead. Hey, Jesus, oh, the power is back. Hey, yo, guys, it's L-Train. Hey, what is going on, L-Train? Hey, not much, man. Oh, man, Andy Knowles on Wrestling News Live. Who would have thunk it? I know. The apocalypse is upon us. Dogs and <laughs> yeah, cats man, will be living Bronx, together. I'm sure you're happy he's on, huh? I, you know, it really is. It is, a, it is, a, it is it's an extreme honor for me. You don't know. I've, I have been on this show as a guest. I have been, you know, I have been, you know, I don't. One of the things about me is I don't just pop up on other people's programs. I don't come on a program unless I am asked. Sure. And, yeah. and no, I don't. I don't go and and call up Sunday Night Showdown. I don't go and I don't do any of that. I I I am I will come if I am asked, but I will not pop into somebody else's program to get this opportunity to host what is without a doubt one of the greatest wrestling radio programs of of all time. Um, it, for me, is an extreme honor. I've been listening to Wrestling News Live. Uh, I uh, real quick story. I was back listening to Wrestling News Live long before I got into radio, 
And uh, you would go to, um, I think it was, uh, I think it was AudioWrestling.com. It was either that or another site, and there were maybe three or four wrestling programs. There was Wrestling News Live, there was Wrestle This, and then there was Get in the Ring. That's how long I've been a listener of this program. Wow. But anyway, L Train, we're taking away from your call. Go ahead. Your thoughts, WrestleMania. Go. Well, I'm excited for WrestleMania for for a multitude of reasons. I guess it's pretty obvious what the main one is. Um, you know, you're talking about uh, the whole, you know, how how Andy is so excited to watch the Miz in an Intercontinental Title match against Wade Barrett. Um, you know, it, it sort of seems like, you know, how I, I think you posted a, a few uh, sometime yesterday, Bronx, about how it's pretty much you know deval- devaluing the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, you're having it on the on the post show. It kind of seems like it's it's not just you know devaluing the title. It's also really devaluing Barrett. I mean, if you look at the past two weeks, you remember two weeks ago on Raw, you had um, Barrett lose to the Miz after that whole you know nut shot from Triple H, and then what was it? Well, I guess they kind of tried to save a little bit of Barrett by having him, you know, pretty much win a jobber-style match to against Zack Ryder. Uh, I kind of feel like they've kind of gone the wrong route with their mid-card title. I am really disappointed they don't have Antonio Cesaro on the Mania card. Well, I mean, you know, you look at Cesaro, I mean, shit, you know, he's been jobbing too. And, and it's like, you know, those titles don't mean anything. Right. Would somebody tell me where they came up with the extra U.S. title leather plate or the U- the, re- the extra U.S. title leather strap, and then they put that new WWE belt on top of the old U.S. title strap? What What is this fascination with having these title belts that point down to your anatomy? I just don't get it. It looks, stupid. It looks stupid on the U.S. title. It looks stupid on the WWE title. But anyway, I digress. You're talking about... Antonio Cesaro, the United States heavyweight champion, a man who is walking in the footsteps of such great United States champions as Ric Flair, Lex Luger, Sting, and he can't get on a goddamn pay-per-view. You know, I I think... You need to do with the U.S. championship what you just did with the Intercontinental title, and you need to fix that belt. I don't know what it is, but when these title trophies turn to crap, like the U.S. title did, the quality of the champions also disintegrated. And it was only when the Intercontinental Championship, when they brought back the real Intercontinental Championship belt, that the title, you know, you had the porn mustache boy, one-third of the man loved triad, now you've got... Um, um, you know, you've got uh, Wade Barrett now, the champion, who I think is doing a phenomenal job. And you're absolutely right. This is not a case of devaluing the Intercontinental Championship. This is really where Wade Barrett gets devalued because of the man that he is forced to face who can't push him. He can't do a Rocky Balboa and get the push that he needs to be a solid champion. He cert- he can't get that into a day pen or a ring shopping boy. Well, I mean, if Wade Barrett and Cesaro came out with, you know, just a leather jacket dangling over their shoulders, would you notice? No, you wouldn't. Because these belts at this point, and, you know, when Cody Rhodes re-debuted the classic IC belt. Oh. I was like, oh. Oh, testify, my brother, testify. It's going to mean something. And now you've shit on that belt too i don't think you have it's not it's not this is where i disagree with you t it's not it's not dumping feces on the belt 
it's not devaluating it's it's it is devaluing Barrett as the champion, but it's not him, it's not the belt, it's the guy he's stuck facing in a match that's so good it's going right to YouTube, baby. Going right to YouTube. It has nothing to do with him or the belt. It's got to do with the moron he's stuck defending the title against when everybody knows it should have been Jericho getting the title shot. And if if Jericho had been in the mix, that championship match would have been on the pay per view, and it would have been, it would have been, I, it would have been astastic, is what it would have been. Well, I I kind of disagree a little bit with what uh, Bronx said about how they've kind of been jobbing uh, Cesaro. I mean, yeah, he lost to uh, Jericho last night, but yeah. you know, honestly, when the match first started, you know, even though they kind of gave Cesaro the jobber entrance. I honestly wasn't sure who they were going to have go go over. I mean, it was a great match, you know, regardless. But also, you think back to the week before, they had uh, Cesaro versus Alberto Del Rio. And although, you know, afterwards, you know, Del Rio kind of like, you know, just, you know, beat the hell out of Cesaro. The fact was that a week ago, you had Antonio Cesaro, the U.S. champion, even though it was by countout, beat the world heavyweight champion. I would have thought that would, would have given enough stock to have them want to put Cesaro on the card, especially since he's one of the best guys on the roster. True. No argument there. Oh, I agree. I agree, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I mean, where else do you go? Who? What's what, what match really, if, I mean, there's a lot of great matches at WrestleMania L Train. Is there uh, one match in particular that you're looking forward to the most? You ain't even got to ask, man. It's without a doubt Undertaker Punk. Since day one of me being able to call myself a wrestling fan, Undertaker was always my number one um, wrestler in, in either company. So I'm, I'm easily looking forward to that. Let's say, let's say lightning strikes. And CM Punk somehow goes over the Undertaker. If that happens... Will you be on Suicide Watch down at the local sanitarium? Well, they might. Well, you guys might not hear me on the mic on uh, Sunday. I'll say that I might have to step away for maybe about thirty seconds, and you know, probably go yell out a window or something. Because I, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. That's gonna be the match that me and Tennessee Cowgirl are probably gonna be mortal enemies. Is we, this the man? Let me ask you this: Is this the man, CM Punk? Is this the man to defeat the Undertaker? and give him his first loss at WrestleMania. Is this the guy that does it? If this were a few weeks or a few months ago, I would have possibly said yes. With everything that's gone on recently, no, I think we'd see 21-0 from the dead man. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd agree there. I mean, I, as personal as it's got, I, I can't. Man, I can't see Punk go over. Especially there's rumors he's, you know, gonna take time off after Mania. So he ain't going Who, over. Who's who's taking time off after Mania? CM Punk. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he needs it. These, um, these guys they get thrust, you know, they, they get thrust into these main event situations. They take chances at the house shows and uh and then they injure something. I good for Punk. You know, let him let him get his ass whipped. By uh, by the Undertaker, let the Undertaker kick him around a little bit and pin him, and uh, and then he can go back to Chicago and uh, dodge the bullets over there. Good for him. <laughs> you know there were fifty less murders in January in Chicago than there were last year. Wow. Damn. You no, know, there were still seventy murders, but there were fifty less than last year. Anyway. All right, L Train. Anything else for us tonight? 
Uh, you know, I kind of want to make a, a, a proposition, uh, Andy, and this kind of goes into, well, I, I mean, we all know how much you dislike uh, he who you shall not name. Correct. I want to make a little proposal. Uh, now, how, how confident are you that, because I heard you say, you know, Barrett's going to be going over Mania. How confident are you in that statement? I would say if I were going to give it a percentile, I am about... Oh, I'm about 90% confident, 95% confident that um, Barrett's going to kick the Miz around and pin him. Damn. All right. This is, this, is what I want, this is what I want to put out there. Now, obviously, if Barrett wins, your, your biggest prize, Andy, would easily be seeing the Miz, you know, just flounder and failure at the, at the prospect of, you know, not only being on the YouTube pre-show, but also losing a chance to become Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> I want to throw this. If if the Miz does happen to win, then on the eventual time that the power Andy Knowles does come back onto the radio waves, because I'm confident it's going to happen sooner rather than later. Oh Jesus! When that happens, the first sentence out of your mouth when you come back on the air, I want to hear an f bomb. I want to hear an f bomb come out of the mouth of Andy Knowles, whether it has something to do with f the Miz. Or or anything else. I want to hear that. I want I want to hear Andy Knowles just drop a casual f bomb right on the air. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Have you have you got brass? Have you got this time stamped? I'm hoping you do. I do. I will make you a that. You know what? I like that. I think that's a fabulous idea. If the I will put it right now. If the Miz. I will, I will, I've got to be very, very careful. (laughs) If the Miz manages to defeat Wade Barrett and win the Intercontinental Championship, and it better be a clean win. If he can win the Intercontinental title clean from Barrett, at some point, the next time I am on this network, the very first word out of my mouth will be an F-bomb. Yes. I'm going to tell you, I'm pulling for Barrett to win. I want to see him retain. I don't want to see the Miz win the belt, but I mean, if he does, I cannot wait for this. I will, I, we, I will, I will do that. I will take that bet. Um, and, uh, but what do I get in return? Uh, damn, I'm not, that's, that's tricky. I mean, if I was better at Photoshop, I would say if there was a picture you floating around, we could try and do a Photoshop of you, like, all clad in the Damien Sandow attire with, like, a, a bear that says the, the intellectual savior of the network. <laughs> oh, how about this? I got, I, I got one, and Andy might get pissed at me at this. If you end up wrong, you have to post a real picture of yourself. Oh, I don't know about that one. No, no, no. I'm not going that far. I am not posting a picture of myself online. I, I, you know what? You had the opportunity. When I was at 99 Hits, you had the opportunity to, to, to find out what I look like. And they have long since taken that picture down. And I didn't have a profile picture at ESPN because at Community Broadcasters, they did not have, uh, they did not have an internet presence. So I, I have been, this, I have been living in anonymity. For years and loving every minute of it. You'd have to come up with something. There would have to be something really, really big for me to bet something like that on. But I'm not betting it on an intercontinental title match where I know for a fact 
that uh, MTV boy is going to get his butt whipped. He's going to be back going crying. He's going to be crying. He's going he's gonna to lose the match. He's going to go back crying to French girls saying, oh, my Lord, look what happened to me. I got my <laughs> ass whipped wow. by an Englishman. Oh, God. Oh, Maurice, Maurice, I have sinned in the eyes of the Lord. I can't win the Intercontinental title. Will you still be with me? Maybe not. Being, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I'm telling you, this, this whole thing, this whole marriage thing with her is going to go so south. Here we go. I'm telling you. <laughs> And it goes so south. I dated a girl from Quebec. I dated a very nice-looking girl from Quebec. For a couple of years, I did, before I met the higher power. And I'm telling you, God bless them, but they're all the same, and they will find a way to mess you over. And oh it's going to happen. I swear, if, if it turned out AJ really was jailbait, he would probably still pick jailbait AJ over a French-Canadian so, girl. So, so wait a minute. You know, you found out she was pre-op instead of post-op. <laughs> oh my God! Would would somebody please? You what you need to? If if I were twelve and a half on Raw right now, getting the kind of push she's getting, I'd be I'd be happy as a clam too. Oh God! Indeed. What else you got for us here, L Train? Oh, dude, I, I don't know, man. It's it, it's cool. It's it's interesting. Uh, well, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to piece together all the other matches that are going on at uh, Mania. Like I said, I mean Taker and Punk is the one I'm mainly looking forward to. Um, you know, there are some matches like Bronx said that are pretty easy to you know kind of piece together who's going to win. I'll admit there are a small handful that I'm not certain about. Like in all honesty, it's a little tricky for me to pick between Brock and Triple H. I mean, like 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 it was said earlier, you know, Brock's supposedly going to be around for SummerSlam, and they want to have like. Rock versus Rock, uh, what, two or something like that. If that's the case, it would make sense to have Brock win. But for someone who's only on there, as, as Andy said, like, you know, on a part-time schedule, would you want to have a moment like someone ending Triple H's career go to someone who's not there full-time? True. Let's let's face it. Triple H, Triple H is going to get the ever-loving bejesus beat out of him. All right. But he's going to give back just as good as he's getting. And I think, as far as brutality is concerned, it's it's tough for me to if I if you had to come to me and say which is going to be the most brutal match of the card, I would I would edge out Triple H and Lesnar over Punk and Undertaker just on pure you know just on pure intensity alone. I, I, I hatred factors into it. There's a lot more hate in the Punk uh, Undertaker match. Then there may be in the um, uh, then there may be in the Brock Triple H match, but I I really do think really beyond a shadow of a doubt I think that you're going to have one of those situations where um, you know it's it's going to be a back and forth and I don't think it'll be a mistake I think Triple H will wear Brock down and um, um, you know Brock it, it's gonna it's gonna be a great match and it's gonna be a solid win. Definitely. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. Um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for my call. Uh, Bronx, great stuff tonight. I'll hear you on TNA Chat Live, and I'll see you and Trey on Sunday. Andy, great hearing you back on the air, man, as always. And uh, we'll try and find a Ms. Voodoo doll to send you for Christmas, all right? <laughs> Thank you, Well, Trey. Appreciate your call. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, right, peace.
10 minutes at the top of the hour. Wrestling news live here on the SNS radio network. T, any emails? For those who don't know, you know, L train is going to be co-hosting with me and Trey this Sunday for mania. He's kissed. That's that's excellent. Cool. That's your pay-per-view party right there. Before we close things out. uh, Let me ask you this real quick before you close, before we, before we uh, get ready to close out this deal is, um, uh, you're talking about we got SNS coming up this Sunday, all right? Sunday night showdown this Sunday. You, Trey, I, I guess you might as well just call it. It's just going to be you know like an all star show. But are are uh, is JJ and Harmony are they going to be calling into the show at all? Uh, I don't know. I mean, or- they're going to be pretty occupied, man. Well, I you know I'm just saying it'd be nice to get a live report on the SNS radio network from Mania. You well, know, we've got maybe, some maybe after uh, maybe after Miz loses, you know, JJ can go up and say, you know, hey, you know, what the hell happened? Uh, what the hell happened, Miz? And uh, you know, Miz will be there, standing there, and JJ can say, well, you lost. I think JJ's going to have a lot more on his plate. Um, <laughs> just you know, getting around New York when you're not familiar. I mean, you've been to New York City. I right? have. I have. Yeah. You know. You know, Rockefeller Center is nowhere near as big as I thought it would be. It's a lot bigger on TV than it is in person. In person, it's tiny. <laughs> um, things that struck me about the New York, New Jersey area. You cannot make a left-hand turn in Jersey. People will drive 75 miles an hour down a side street. Yes. Um, people in New York City have no problems displaying knives and weapons. Um, and people in New York City, for some reason, have a problem going and using public restrooms, and they have toilet tra- paper trailing out of their asses. I-, I don't understand that either. Yeah, our bathrooms are really beautiful. You know what's funny? Before we close out, I, I, I got one email. One email that may change the face of the SNS radio network. Oh, do share. And I'm going to bring back something that hasn't been done in a long time, and I hope this translates well. You can't close it out yet because we still haven't finished picks. Here is an email from Hussein Saleh. I have a business parents for me. I have a business proposal for you. It is an oil exportation proposition contract for you. And this is a highly prospective crude oil sales venture. It involves the exportation 300,000 barrels of light crude oil daily from Iraq to Turkey. You know what I was thinking this morning, T? I was thinking to myself, damn, I don't have enough crude oil in my life. So this is perfect. Go ahead. And this is genuine, legal, and highly lucrative. For more details, please reply to this email address. Sincerely, Hussan Saleh. I-, I think we need to get on this. Praise Allah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been Whatever a while. Whatever I believe in, I, you know, hey, knock yourself out. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been a long time. <laughs> Since we, why did you have to put the bloody? You got the Lion King music in the background. You're gonna, you're gonna have Disney on our backs now. No, this is this is Burkina Faso, man. That's where it's from. 
I mean, Shibaba. I, I know Trey loves this. It's just like. Back to what's back in my brain right now. Yeah, let's close that out. But Yeah, close that out because we still got to get to picks here. Well, I'm not qualified to give picks because I'm going to be doing Sunday Night Showdown with Trey and um, L-Train. I'll give you picks then. But, but because you will not be on that show, here's what we're going to do. Okay. I'll break down the matches. Yep. I will let you give your picks, but I will remain silent and quiet. Okay, so you tell me, you give me the matches at Mania, and I will give you the picks, and I will tell you why. Yes, and as I look that up, please remember, 4down.org, guys, very important. This is the big one. We've been in second place for a long time. I want to see us really just go nuts and take over that site. www.4down.org. Get your pay-per-view picks in. But, Andy, first match. Go ahead. Intercontinental title match. The Miz versus Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett wins. He wins convincingly. And the the Miz goes crying home to uh, his girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's not much more to say about this. I've made this. You know, we've been we've been talking about this match, and this isn't a push. This is a this is a this is a an enhancement match. This is making Barrett try to look reasonably good for a guy that was a former WWE champion, and that's that's all it is. And it's a shame because Barrett can do, um, you know, Barrett could do so much more if he's pushed. And this match should have been Jericho Barrett. It should have never it should have never been uh, Barrett Miz. Okay. Fair enough. Brodus Clay and Lord Tensai, Cameron and Naomi versus Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow, and the Bella Twins. Who cares is an option. This is this one's interesting because you got three tons of fun. You got your funkies on a roll and 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 the cheerleaders versus, you know, two solid talents, heel talents. And two solid female wrestlers on the return. Um, you know, Funky's on a roll really haven't had a good run as of late. You generally know that that something is going wrong when you can't even get your uh, your entrance music in uh, during the broadcast. They got to do it on the commercial break. So, um, and and personally, I think Sandow is great. I greatly enjoy the Damien and I you know me I'm I'm the face guy I love the faces and I hate the heels so it takes a very special heel to make me want to cheer for them and Damien Sandow does it does it quite convincingly now say what you will uh, about his uh, about his porn partner one third of the man love triad looking to part more now than he ever did before um but I, I'm really pulling for Sandow on this I, I think it, if we're talking eight man tag and you're taking a look at the match realistically. Tensai has lost any momentum he had, um, and Funky on a roll just—he just can't get any traction right now. Um, look for Sandow and Rhodes and the Bellas to go over. And my my pick on this is because they want to save the guys. My pick on this would be one of the Bellas uh, makes the pin on one of the girls. Okay, 
the latex one, Fan Dildo versus Chris Jericho. Who you got? Oh, you know, this is another one of those matches where this is another one of those enhancement matches where they need a big name to uh, to put fan, you know, fan dango idiot over. Um, you're going to. I hate to say that, you know, fan idiot's going to go over. I really hate to say it. Fan idiot. Fan uh, idiot. Uh, you know, I, I'm afraid that fan idiot's going to go over. I Something's telling me it's going to be a DQ. I, I just have this feeling that Jericho's going to get upset with. I, I got a feeling that fan idiot's going to go and and uh, and try to run around and try to stall, and, and Chris Jericho's going to, you know, beat the snot out of him and get angry, and eventually it's going to be a DQ, so... Uh, I'll pick. Uh, I'll pick Fandidiot. Ryback versus Mark Henry. This match could be so great. This match could be one of the great WrestleMania matches. And you know, sometimes you just get guys that just can't work well together. You know, God bless them. They try their best. But they just can't work well together, and I think that's what you got here. You got Goldberg Jr. and uh, and the world's strongest man, and they they need Goldberg Jr. to go over. They've got to make him a, a, a top contender, and um, uh, really, you know, um, Mark Henry and those squinty eyes. God bless him. When you're that big, and you know the fat's rolling over the eyes. Um, you know, he tries he tries his best, but I, I, I got a feeling at this stage in the game it's it's not gonna be a long match, but uh, I think you see Goldberg Jr. go over um I would say probably I got I, I wouldn't be surprised. If that match goes over ten minutes, I'll be shocked. I, I, I give him the win at about the ten to uh ten thirteen minute mark. All right. Sheamus, big show, and Randy Orton versus the shield now my added question is do you see a heel turn during this match um yeah i do and i think it's orton i i think they gotta keep they gotta keep the great white hope as a face and for the big show it wouldn't matter uh, big show could walk away from this whole thing and nobody would care um orton is really the wild card in this he wants to turn heel he needs to turn heel um, he doesn't like being a face. It's it's uh, there, there's no surprises there. The Shield needs to maintain its relevancy, even though they've been getting beaten around before. Uh, look for something to happen late in the match with Orton and the Great White Hope that gets Orton upset, and uh, Shield will take advantage and they will win. Okay, WWE Tag Team Title Match: Team Hell No versus. Dolph Ziggler and Big E Langston. You know, this match really should have been the tag team champions versus Sandow and Rhodes. That's what this match really should have been. And I would have been a hell of a lot happier than what we got. We got Ziggy and Big E. What, somebody explain to me what, what these two guys, along with Jailbait, what they've done to earn a tag team title shot. I'm still trying to figure this one out. Big E, I don't even think, has wrestled once. He certainly, has, has, has he wrestled once? Has anybody seen him wrestle? Can the man wrestle? Not on Raw, but he, he did. Seemed, so. He seems to do well standing around looking like an ass. Well, well That's all you need. You need that and jailbait, and that gets you a tag team title match. Well, he was good on NXT. You know, take a breath. Take well, a breath. 
yeah, but this is that's NXT, and this is the big time. If you want to go be the NXT champion and you want to go looking for the square belt, go knock yourself out. Go back down to Florida and wrestle some more. Now you're in the big time now. Um, getting back to the match, though, uh, Hell No really has had a – they've had a great run. People love them, but you got to look at what's good for the brass belts at this point. And I would, I, I think that, you know, Ziggy has had that briefcase for so long. Ziggy and Big E could lose, and Ziggy picks up the world title later, or Ziggy wins the match in the tag team titles and also picks up an extra belt later. Um, I'm going to go with the upset here, and I'm going to pick Ziggy and uh, Big E to win. I think Jailbait will do something to try to uh, to try to turn the match uh, late and cause uh, and cause a distraction and uh, look for Jailbait to be involved in the pin somehow. So uh, new tag team champions at Mania. All right. We'll see, man. I I don't know. Oh, like I said. Great. Keep going. This is great. I'm loving this. Yeah, I'm not going to give my predictions tonight because uh, you, don't have to. Well, you still you, got, you still got more matches though. You're not done yet. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. All right. What else you got? World heavyweight title match: Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Swagger. Who you for got? For the love of all that's for the love of all that's holy, don't give Swagger the belt. Um, this this one this one I think what's going to happen is Del Rio's going to retain, but he's going to be so beat down that uh, Ziggy cashes in Money in the Bank and picks up the world title. Um, that Money in the Bank briefcase has been around Ziggy for way too long. If I, a lot of it has a lot of it has to do with placement. If the tag team title match starts the show, win or lose, it makes sense from a booking standpoint that if if um, Dirty Dutch Mantel and Jack Swagger beat Del Rio senseless, and Del Rio barely comes up with the win, he's going to be in no position to de- to, to defend himself. Look for Del Rio to get really beat down in this match. Look for him to retain. But uh, uh, be looking for uh, a money in the bank cash in, and uh, Ziggy walks home with the world title. Interesting. No holds barred match. Triple H is, as far as we know, only wrestling career is on the line. Brock Lesnar versus Triple H, and Shawn Michaels will be in Triple H's corner with the future of SummerSlam coming up. What do you see? Oh man, I Triple H. I you know as egotistical as Triple H is, I can't see him bending over and grabbing the ankles for Lesnar. <laughs> I just can't see it. And you know, in a between the two of these guys, if they were to meet in a street fight, if the two of them got wasted, and and Brock was saying smack about uh, Stephanie, and Triple H was saying smack about Sable. And the two of them got to rolling in the back behind the alley. I still believe that Triple H would beat the ever-loving snot out of uh, you know out of bloated Brock. Um, but cannot you cannot discount this man's strength, his intensity, and his speed. But this match is going to come down to heart. Triple H has more heart than Brock. Um, and, you know, Brock really hasn't done anything. He's another one of those part-time guys they're trying to bring back. Really, this is the battle of the part-timers right here. And who yeah. is the better part-time wrestler? And um, if that's the case, I give it to Triple H. 
And uh, so Battle of the Part-Time Wrestlers, I will give it to Triple H clean uh, over Brock Lesnar. Okay. I don't know if I agree, but it it depends where they're going to go at SummerSlam with The Rock. And speaking of The Rock, next to last, your WWE champion, The Rock, versus John Cena. The Rock has had his run as champion. He's been able to prove that, you know, leaving after 10 years, losing the belt to Brock Lesnar, uh, doing what he's done, being a movie star, you know, uh, being the tooth fairy. Hey, you know, anybody, anybody who can go around being the tooth fairy has got to be pretty tough. Um, <laughs> but The Rock knows what's good for the business. And Cena has had a lot of bad luck. He's had a lot of rough pay-per-views. He's been forced to job to people that I'm sure deep down in his body and places he doesn't talk about at parties. He didn't really want to lose to. This is the payoff. Must win for John Cena. He must win this match. He must win it clean. He's got to take the rock in the title. His career, as I see it, depends on it because if he loses this match, uh, you know, all the little kids that look up to Cena, I don't think he can lose this match and realistically save face with the fans. I wouldn't be surprised to see his marketing dollars drop either. Uh, look for Cena to go over. Look for him to go clean. It's going to be a long match. I wouldn't be surprised to see that go about 25, maybe even 30 minutes. And I think it'll be a better match than it you will. Know, last year. You know, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I And agree. finally, the big one, the streak. Will it be 21-0 and 0 or 20-1 and 1? CM Punk? versus the undertaker yeah this this isn't gonna this will not end the card you're not gonna see this match end the card i think you'll see this uh this match will probably be third third from the top or second from the top um but i think it's a foregone conclusion uh, the undertaker is gonna win but if you're expecting a dominant undertaker for this match you're gonna be very very upset because the undertaker he slowed down He's he's not the Undertaker of twenty years ago. Um, CM Punk is going to take him to school. CM Punk is going to remind him how truly old he is, and um, the Undertaker is going to come up with 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 a lot of shots to the body. Um, you're you're going to see a, a more pronounced ground game out of the Undertaker, and um, if CM when, let me put it this way. When CM Punk gets the advantage on Undertaker, he'll he'll keep it for a very long time. Punk will make a mistake. Undertaker will capitalize on it. And uh and, and Undertaker will get the win. But I'm gonna tell you, you thought he's you thought he looked bad after the Triple H match last year. You wait and see what happens this year. He'll be lucky if they're not carting him out. Um but uh look for the streak to continue at Mania. All right, man. Well, that's it. It's been a great show. It I has- mean, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, WrestleMania, man, you know, I'm psyched. Uh, I'm psyched that I'm going to meet some friends who I've only, you know, spoken to over the mic for years. And uh, that's going to be cool. Um, I'm taking some time off this weekend. I'm taking a five-day weekend to kind of enjoy Mania, you know, enjoy hanging out. And look, guys, you know, it, it's been really split. A lot of people are looking forward to Mania. A lot of people are like, eh. But I think 
it's going to be a good show. I think we're going to get some surprises. I think we're, you know, we're going to get some advances in storylines. And we're at the end of WWE's quote unquote season. So let's Thank see. God. What yeah. Thank God. We're going to need the time to recover. I always like the time after WrestleMania because you have like this hangover period where you kind of get yourself geared up and ready for the next, you know, the next set of things. It was like in the NWA after Starcade. After Starcade happened, the next week on TV was a throwaway. You didn't find out what happened until what happened with Starcade until the week after. You had like a good two weeks to get over it. You know, WrestleMania is the same thing. Yeah, it's almost like everyone takes a breath and goes, it's over. But I'm looking forward to it, though. Pay-per-view chili Sunday night. Um, you know, I, I watch it with the kids, and uh, it's uh, it's going to be great. I am not going to buy the HD. Screw that. I will buy the SD and pay a lot less money because guess what? I'm still watching the same damn pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole price thing, let's hope that this, you know, network, gets off the ground and we'll get most of our, you know, pay-per-views for free. I mean, it, what do, real quick, what do you think of that model? Well, I'm sorry, say that. What model? The model of, you know, WWE Network comes out. Oh, oh, oh. It's great if they can do it. But once again, Time Warner Cable and all these cable outlets keep screwing themselves over because they bend over and grab the ankles from the national networks. Right now, my Time Warner cable bill, phone, internet, and television, and and believe me, I go and I I get them down to every penny. I do not like paying more for uh, paying more than $125 a month for all three of those things. Yeah. I don't even have HBO anymore, and now my, my bill's going up to $141, which I'm not terribly thrilled about. But, you know, it is what it is. I, let me put it this way. I'm not paying more for a WWE network. Screw it. I'm not going to. And Time Warner Cable can blame nothing but themselves. Well, so, now, wait a minute. No, 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 but no. You can't tell me that they're not making any money. They're making plenty of it. 141 it, times 100,000 people in St. Lawrence County equals God bless America. Yeah, but if I can pay 15, 20 bucks a month to get pay-per-views for free, and watch it enough content won't watch it enough won't watch it enough to afford paying it and you know the only reason why i would even even consider getting it if they're going to have old uh nwa and old awa programming then i would consider it. but i think you can get some of the old awa programming on msg right now anyway which by the way if you've never watched the awa it's uh uh it's 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 uh or was it msg it was on i can't remember where it was but anyway you get some old, uh, maybe on ESPN Classics, I think it was. You can get some great old AWA programming on ESPN Classics. Oh, and you know something else, something else to check out if you're in upstate New York is this is this 2CW promotion uh, out of Watertown. They actually, they've got Matt Hardy uh, scheduled, and uh, I think they got Matt Hardy and Carlito scheduled for the next event in Watertown, which is about an hour and 45 minutes trek west of here. So, um, you know, a lot, a lot of great action, but, you know, as far as WWE Network concerned, you know, concerned, eh, you know, you know, maybe if, you know, maybe if I got some extra cash and I'm done talking to winos, maybe I will, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, man. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Great show. 
Uh, check out all the other shows on the network. I mean, you know, the Midweek Elite Force podcast, TNA Chat Live this Thursday, 10.30 Eastern, 8.30 Mountain. I'll be talking some TNA. Friday, the open book. I uh, don't know where that's going. 11 p.m. Eastern. Sean kind of in a bad mood. He's quitting? Uh, I don't know what's up with Sean. He looked on his Facebook like he was quitting. Yeah, he's he's a you know a little upset, but okay. Sunday definitely myself, the Trey Dog, and L Train. Oh, that's your pay per view party right there. Sunday night showdown, seven p.m. Eastern, five p.m. Mountain, for the beginning of WrestleMania twenty nine. If you're and- not watching, if you are not listening to Sunday night showdown, wrestle. If you're not listening, you're an idiot. Let me put it that way. If you don't listen to this program Sunday night, you are an idiot. And we'll have some extra content Sunday, from what I understand. More details will become available. Uh, I, myself, will be hooking up with uh, J.J. Harmony and Colin Vassilo from our new sponsor, Wrestling-Online.com. Looking really, really forward to it. Uh, it it's, it's cool. Enjoy the next five days as a wrestling good. fan. It's all good in the hood. It's Praise all good. God. It's all good, man. Praise <laughs> Jesus. Thank you very much for allowing me to return and uh, be with you. Thanks to, uh, again to Trey for uh, for allowing me this opportunity to host Wrestling News Live. It was uh, it was absolutely fantastic. Great and great to work with you again, T. It was almost like a Wednesday night again. Anytime, brother. Anytime you need me, I am. I if I'm the Tom Brokaw of the network, I will pop back anytime. But as far as the rewind coming back permanently, I that's I got I got to think about that. That's that's a tough one. We'll see. We'll see. Check out all the shows. Go to snsradionetwork.com. It's real simple. All the shows are up there for you. The whole indie show, uh, just everything. Check out the website. But it's time to close things down. And thank you all for listening. It's going to be a great weekend. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy WrestleMania. Can I say one more thing? Sure. Remember, boys and girls, please take care of the energy inside yourselves. After all, that's where your true power lies. And God of Radio Willing, if the higher power lets me, hey, you never know. I may be back to play with you. You never know. Anytime in the future. I'm out. JSK. Take us out of here. Cool. With that being said, thank you very much for listening to the show. Thanks for everybody uh, that participates in the forum boards, and thanks for everybody participating in the chat room. Until next week, peace, 420, kiss my ass. Good night, white people. I'm out. Yeah. That Brooklyn, now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the narrow, but I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra, and since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem, all of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's, took it to my stash spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen like a Simmons whipping pastry, cruising down A Street, off white Lexus, driving so slow, but BK is from Texas. Me, I'm out that bed stop, home of that boy Biggie. Now I 
live on Billboard And I brought my boys with me Say what up to Tata Still sipping my tie Sitting courtside Nicks and Nets give me high five Nigga I be spiked out I could trip a referee Tell by my attitude That I most definitely from With OG at a Yankee game Shit, I made the Yankee hat more famous than a Yankee king You should know I bleed blue, but I ain't a crypto But I got a gang of niggas walking with my click though Welcome to the melting pot, corners where we selling rock Africa been by the shit, home of the hip-hop Yellow cap, gypsy cap, dollar cap, holla back For foreigners it ain't fair, they act like they forgot how to act Eight million stories, out there in the naked City, it's a pity, half of y'all won't make it Me, I got a plug, special where I got it made If Jesus paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Wade Three dice, Elo, three card Marley Labor Day Parade, rest in peace, Bob Marley Statue of Liberty, long live the world trade Long live the king, yo, I'm from the Empire State That's So they could step out of bounds quick The sidelines is lined with casualties Who sip the life casually Then gradually become worse Don't fight the apple Eve Caught up in the in crowd Now you're in style And in the winter gets cold In vogue with your skin out City of sin It's a pity on a whim Good girls going bad The city's filled with them Mommy took a bus trip Now she got a bust out Everybody ride her Just like a bus route Hail Mary to the city You're a virgin And Jesus can't save you Life starts when the church in. Came here for school Graduated to the highlight Ball players Rap stars Addicted to the limelight Empty in May Got you feeling like a champion The city never sleeps Better slip you an ambient Subways, buses, Penn Station, WrestleMania, 
JJ, Harmony, and Colin Vassilo are coming to New York. Welcome to my world. That's a scary thought, you know that. is not affiliated with the WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, or any other professional wrestling and or entertainment companies and exclusive to the SNS Radio Network.